practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Okay, rolling. So back to wild hogs. Yeah. Speaking of wild hogs, we're kind of uh, on the wild hog right now. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> we're, uh, this is a payback for giving Henning his own episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's in podcast attention. You want your own episode? You're out. You talk too much. Talk too much. Gave you a whole five minutes. No, to be fair, he, he took his own episode, then he had to go on vacation, so. He's kind of a diva. True, true. Yeah, he needed time to decompress. So no segments. No segments today. Unless he Hans and mails I one. Well, he has Hans and I don't read d- the science section of anything unless it's <laughs> the science section of a Star Wars book. <laughs> the science section of a TV guide. Which would be an old TV guide because they don't make TV guides anymore. No, a little dirty because last time we recorded Sans Henning, yeah. Henning knew about it. This oh, baby's yeah, going to get released gonna... on him. <laughs> you haven't let's, let's seen, like, you haven't, hell hath no fury like Henning. Yeah, hell hath no fury like a Henning. He's soft-spoken, but he's just going to, we're going to be sitting here and he'll just be behind you and then he's going to beat you with a belt. That's the worst part. Henning doesn't raise his voice. His voice gets even lower. Yeah. <laughs> when he's upset. It's like a, a, a horrible murmur. <laughs> And in the heart murmur. <laughs> That's what they used to call him on the streets of That's Cincy. That's what makes a beating worse is someone just whispering to you. You deserve this. I didn't want to do this to you. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be a nightmare. I haven't had a lot of beatings, but I could All imagine, mine I could imagine either. Yeah, yeah, either. I came close to a beating. That was when I, uh, uh, a kid I went to grade school with named Steve chased me for saying he was wearing his sister's jeans. <laughs> Almost got me. Oh, that you. I will always, I'll always go back to that moment as like, you know, they say that uh, there's always like, a, again, they say. <laughs> they say the specialists. They, it's been said that there's a moment in a man's life where he has to decide whether to stand up and fight. Or or flee or run, and I ran. So I always go to that moment. Oh, that's the moment that I decided moment. to always run away from my problems. Hey, you wearing your sister's jeans? I'm gonna fucking kill you. Go! <laughs> Got him. I'm out of here. I forget who it was, but whoever I, I ran so fast that. Like the Temple of Doom, the books in my book bag got hot and they <laughs> fell out of the bag. Just, so I just remember as I ran home, the four blocks or whatever it took to get home from school. Um, Locked the door. <laughs> whatever sweetly nerd that was still um, uh, not embarrassed enough to hang out with me. It was like Ryan, my friend Ryan or somebody like just nothing sadder than showing up like i can see him out my window like slowly picking up my books to bring yeah. home to me because I, i'm too afraid to leave my house <laughs> i'm trying to think i don't think i ever had like i never was in a position to get into a fight i guess didn't and, some guy chase you guys down uh and you guys had to hide behind a garage door or something uh Oh, yeah, I guess they were all instances of, like, it was gang stalking. Right. It was, like, always me and a few kids, and then, you know, we're like, that kid's a fucking dickhead. So we, <laughs> this kid lived across the back alley, so we're like, this kid's a fucking asshole. So we, like, chased him to his house, and we're like, we showed him. Little did we know he had a, a, a stepbrother 
who was I always do in middle school. <laughs> so immediately his brother ran out and we ran. He's just too fast. He's too fast. Like we made it into my house, but it was one, it was like a horror movie. Like we all made it in. I tried to shut the door and his arm came through. Oh, God. <laughs> and we were had. Oh boy. That's a nightmare. So then yeah, I totally scumbag this guy. I was like, well, you got us. He's like, who's throwing rocks at my dad's fucking garage? I was like, well, it started with your brother, but um, I'll get the culprit. <laughs> the other guys. And I was like, hey, Corey, he wants to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Did I ever, that sounds like, um, did I ever tell you that story about my friend Adam throwing me under the bus on, uh, you know, like, You'd get together. This was back with landlines, and you'd you'd mm-hmm. call up a girl. You like like you oh, like God, me? Yes. You yes or no? So he called for you. He called for as, me, as is the etiquette. <laughs> He's in like, case dad, the dad answers. <laughs> yeah, he called for me. He's um, talking to her. I'm sitting, you know, doing my Homer Simpson jug dance, just, like, just waiting. To anticipation. See. And, he, and then like he just goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, really? You do? <laughs> well, that's he's gonna." <laughs> He's great. And he He's covers, right here. He covers up the phone. He goes, go. I'm going to get off. Go get the phone in the other room. And she's into it. She's into it. She wants to talk to you. You got it. So I like, I just, I'll never forget. I pick up the phone and I do You were walking on sunshine all the way to the phone. And I answer the phone. I go, hello. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, yeah. I go, so. Um, oh, we got the, we got it interrupted. The with guard some, dogs. Some, the guard dogs here. And screw my joke. No, they really joke. stepped on that punchline. That's all right. Um, basically, said, yeah, I said, oh, so what time are we going out? She's like, what are you talking who, who about? Who is this? <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Hello, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're Big a, bopper? You're a loser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chantilly Lace. got a pretty face. That was I'm my, like Green Day. That was my like... Chantilly lace, gonna go downstairs, gonna hang myself <laughs> with that lace. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, kids are so cruel. <laughs> mm. I can tell to see Adam doing that. Oh, yeah, it was good. It was, it was good on his part. How's it going? Yeah. Um, fight or flee. Always, yeah. always flee. Always flee. I always remember, like, Making like the weird like death traps. Like there were kids in our neighborhood that we didn't like, and I we lived in a newer area of of Watertown. They were building up, so there weren't a lot of kids my age in that area yet. Mm-hmm. So I'd hang out with my brother and his friends, and there were like some goons in the neighborhood. What's that area called? Uh, Watertown. I don't know. <laughs> like, Shores of Water Tea. Now, uh. The western shores of Water Tea. Well, I, I guess you just call it. It was near Lincoln, Lincoln the Ritchie. Area. Yeah, the Ritchie Lincoln kids. Oh, that, we blew that spot. We blew up that spot real quick. So West Side Story had the, uh, was it the Sharks and the Jets? Jets, yeah. And Watertown had the the Poors and the Riches? Kind of. The Haves and the Have-Nots? And then everybody, it hate, s- everybody hated the little little Mexico trailer park. I was going to say it was more segmented because we had the real dregs, which and, and all the all the districts were it's like uh, Hunger Games, but all yeah. the districts oh, it, were it divided. Is like Hunger Games. I guess maybe this isn't unique, but it's very specific, divided by what 
grade school was around. Yes. So you went. And this to isn't McKinley. a big city. Like it's no, not no, a big, no. but it is very clearly demarcated. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. If McKinley. McKinley was trouble. the pit, like the poison. <laughs> that land is poison. It's like was, Mordor. <laughs> but what then? What was Garfield? Uh, <laughs> that was, that was like rough, the crony. Dude. Yeah, McKinley was the fucking tough goon, yeah. and then the Garfield kids were there. Like, yeah, uh, man, <laughs> the toady, the one that leads you into getting beat up by the kid from McKinley. Oh yeah, he's the one on the phone call. He's the one who sells the drugs. Yeah, but the kid from McKinley has a, drugs on him. Yeah, he's the one making them. In he's the, the uh, mastermind. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's making it in the in the van or whatever. Um, Kinley Garfield, and then you had your middle classes, which I was. Yeah. I was Millet. Millet. Uh, uh, what was the one that <laughs> that eventually just became like a bank? Grant. Grant. That one was a little. That was on. That was like the Steel Town part. <laughs> was like, that on the cusp? They were like roughneck. Like I feel like Millet was more affluent middle class, and Grant was like the lower middle class, <laughs> like the hard hat worker, the sack lunchers. Yeah. Millet. So thus far, they've all been named after presidents, except for Millet, which was the ghouly first, first governor, first of, South governor of South Dakota. Was that it, or was he yeah. the first mayor of Watertown? No, he was the first governor of South Dakota, but because he was the first, he was like, "I'm not leaving." So they were like, "I guess the capital's where you live now." And he's like, "That's uh, right." <laughs> well, you can go visit his home, which is uh, is it next to Saint Anne's Hill? It's not, yeah, it's on that huge hill, yeah. Dead Man's Curve. Dead Man's Curve, yeah. You can go visit hey Man's his home. Alley. And as I always visited, when you go in the basement, you will see a bump in the living room under the carpet, which is where his child is buried. <laughs> <laughs> house is haunted. <laughs> oh, yeah. If there's a haunted house, that have you ever been in there? Yeah. That, now that we're talking about it, I do remember going on field trips as a kid. It's There's that very tight, very tight. high spiral staircase yes. up to like the watchtower, basically, because <laughs> yeah, this was back when they're like the engines are coming. Like, <laughs> I need. I'm the mayor. <laughs> I'm gonna get put on notice if we get ransacked by the Navajo. <laughs> but if he, you're not gonna be able to get out of that watchtower. That's why I felt so haunted. I'm glad you said it's that constricted space was so. And plus, they had to fill it with so much shit. And it, like, yeah, it's, like, cast iron. It's the perfect spot for, like, and then the dowager Mary Jane hung herself. You know, like, it's just, it's perfect for suicide or a murder. And then they had a a gift shop with, uh, what are those, candy spiral Arrowheads and shark teeth. (laughs) Shark teeth and, uh, what what are those even called? You know, they're, like, they kind of look like candy canes, but they're not. Oh, it's like the there's no there's old no timey old timey candy <laughs> that just that tight spiral around yeah. the wood peg. No, <laughs> that that sugar that's like the colorful sugar candy, right? Yeah, the rock candy. Remember when big lollipops were a thing? Yes. <laughs> All things are cyclical. Nineteen ten, nineteen eight, late eighties, early nineties. Nineteen eighty nine B. Nineteen eighty nine B. The big yeah, I do remember that. Right? It was like for for whatever reason, I remember on every field trip we went on, some, some kid Rubo got a fucking got giant a, lollipop. Either got a giant circular lollipop. 
They all taste the same, by the way. Yeah, I don't just, care what color. Just it is. sugar, sweet. Or they got a like the long dildo-y looking one. Yeah, that was way too long. <laughs> I, that's true. Every field trip we would go on, someone would, and on the bus ride home, you're like, "This is great," and you're like, "There's a reason they don't make them anymore." <laughs> Because it doesn't have a resealable wrapper, so you can't yeah. save it. Yeah. So you either do like the old timey goon, and you're like wrap it in like fabric. Like <laughs> I'm saving this till next Christmas. <laughs> but it just ha- and then you have that like the c- collar is all smeared uh, across your face, and can you like just get I a Snickers? I can't chew a piece of my teeth are so. I take I take pretty good care of my teeth too. I I always have. But just through wear and tear of, I, I'm only 33, but yeah. I can barely chew a piece of gum uh, without, yeah. without shedding a tear. I had a pretty. So I can't imagine eating. I can honestly, I could not fathom eating an entire Snickers bar. It would be like chewing on aluminum foil for oh, me. Oh God, no! I'm the same way. Like I bit a, a particular chewy piece of granola, and I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah. It's like my teeth are like the Great Barrier Reef now. Like, they're just so porous and, like... Exactly. I take good care of my teeth, but it just... just come bad stock. My father and my brothers have horse's teeth, and they're just, like, strong, (laughs) never a cavity. Like, yeah. They'd be hunted in Africa for their ivory. (laughs) Yeah, I notice, like, I'll I'll go in there and floss, and, like, you know, like, when you're growing up and your your parents... uh, measure you each year and put a little notch on the door i can measure my receding gums in that way <laughs> 34 oh uh, yeah oh I, and i just can't the oh i all right just the the concept of losing my teeth is just it's a rough one to yeah. deal with i often any after going to the dentist i'm always like i think my grandparents were right like my grandfather like like bit it on a motorcycle and like knocked a bunch of his teeth out mm-hmm. and like back in the 50s it was like we can either make you new teeth or get teeth from a dead man and put them in your head <laughs> but that's way too expensive or over or behind door number two like he got all of his teeth pulled and just had dentures no i think i've asked you this before did he get the dentures that you like take out and stick in or did he get the oh, dude, Cenobite the, style dentures. Oh god, where no. they just like, <laughs> the like literally, oh. they make. I guess they have to first put in an anchor. Could you turn them sc- all sideways? That's what I mean. <laughs> just you have just like barn door open. That, <laughs> oh, that, that is would, that's horrifying. That's a yeah, that's a horror. Movie. No, he had the fixident yeah. style. Like, because as a kid, uh, it was always it was horrifying at first, but that was hilarious. He'd be like, now. I'm going to teach you something. Don't tell your parents, but if you take your ear right back here and pull, and he'd pull on his ear and then <laughs> drop his dentures out. And, uh, <laughs> and <we're> like, <laughs> now, I don't know if I'd be... What kind of hold does that have? It's not good. It's probably better now. Yeah. He would just... I found out later, they're so uncomfortable, he just wore the top ones. Mm-hmm. Because then he didn't look like a fucking lunatic, <laughs> right? But he didn't wear his bottom ones, and just he wore down his gums because he just top teeth it and gum his food. That he wore his gum down, gums down to the bone, basically. So they became his teeth, basically one giant tooth bone. <laughs> oh my god! 
God. Oh, getting old. It's a cruel. This is a cruel existence because that is, um, like, I guess, but when you think about, and and I got to pin it. I got something to talk about teeth I, uh, and a commercial. Don't let me forget. Um, when you, like, it's, there's something about the inside of your mouth. You bite your cheek. It kind of hurts for a little bit. But yeah. when it's healing, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, In yeah. the same way, like, you get a scab on your arm and you're always like... Yeah, you know, it's always super so, sensitive. I guess yeah. it's because just, I don't know. I think it's bacteria. The I don't bacteria know in your mouth is so strong yeah. that it's like, eh, don't worry about it. Right. But on your arm, it's it's an open wound to your body. So it's your body's like, don't stop fucking with this. this is why it hurts when you touch it because it you're more likely to get an infection on your arm as opposed to your mouth. That's what I'm thinking. So like Cuz as they say, a human's mouth is dirtier than a dog's mouth. They say. Because if you were to wear your arm down to your bone, that yeah. would be incredibly painful over time. Yes. But I can see like if you cut yourself like you actually accidentally get a piece of your gum under your fingernail or something going mm-hmm. for like a popcorn yeah. hole. You feel it. You might even see blood, but you don't. It's just like instantly gone. Yeah, so I yeah. guess I can see how you can wear that. It's just like a callus. Like it wasn't. Pain- <laughs> I mean, it was as painful as like chewing food with no teeth is. That's see. That's that's all he crazy ate was, to me. All he ate was fucking ankle steaks. Oh. <laughs> they. Uh, so I saw this commercial. I think it's called Perma Smile. Already, oh, already it terrifying. Is, Sounds like a Joker product. It is in the sense that I couldn't believe I was like this can't be it's one of those commercials and there's a lot of them now where you just go this isn't real holy shit that's real yeah and it's literally just a mouth guard with white teeth on it shut the fuck and up people just put it in and that like I used to be ashamed of my smile and then they put it in and I think it was just like a top guard and it's so like you can see it it's so loose and horse toothy looking it just does not look Good at all, other than it's shimmery white. But it, it's the same as a mouth guard. So they go, I used to be ashamed of my smile. And they put it in. But now, thanks to the smile. No, like it they, it's so loose, they can't even really talk. And they can't do it for the commercial either. So it's to cover your gross yellow nugget teeth? Or no teeth at all. Oh, there are two settings. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Completely insane <laughs> and like mildly. Like cross the street if you see this person or just take a step to the side. Can you imagine, like, because, you know, the, 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 the example they always give if, if you're going on a first date or a, an interview first impression. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm imagine? rocking my perma smiles. <laughs> yeah. You imagine somebody sitting across from you and, I mean, I don't even think it's like a squint to notice thing. I think like, you just immediately, like, they say, hi, who are you doing? You go, oh, okay. Were you at boxing class? Why <laughs> yeah. are you wearing a mouth guard? Yeah. Um, uh, wow. Is really? It's that... It's that obvious. That's where we're at now. Like, oh, yeah. that's just like 1999. It's not like it's the thing that got me is like the the uh. fact that they had to wear this loose thing and it inhibited their talking. Just don't have teeth. It's fine. They're not. They don't help you chew. Get they, don't, they don't. It's so. It's just yeah. artifice. It's no no practical well, thing other than like. I don't want to look gross. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, I don't want to look gross. Which is what? But you are gross if your teeth are gone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Not everybody. Like, you may have had an accident. They got knocked out. But, like, sure. if your teeth are gone or you're so ashamed of your teeth, they're rotten. Because you're smoking <laughs> meth or you're fucking not brushing your teeth. Right. 
I'm, I go to the dentist a lot, and I take care of my teeth, and I have a lot of fucking teeth problems. Yeah, so. me too. You're on notice, perma smile people. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a thing. Like, you just yeah, you're that. It's not that people missing teeth are rotten. It's they have rotten teeth. It'd yeah. be the same way if. No, I'm not going to take a shower. I'm just going to put on a clean pair of underwear. That's not fair. You may not smell dirty, but you are dirty. Yeah, no, that's you can't but, be like I'm but good. But if you do have teeth like that, you smell dirty. Yeah, because you've got <laughs> green gas oozing out of your fucking face. The um, but it's just as we- there's so there's also um, a procedure. It's not Invisalign. There's a procedure uh, called veneers. Ooh, yeah. And what veneers are... are it's when you reach a certain level as a Hollywood persona, you get a veneer. You're like, yeah. oh, he's famous enough. Oh, she's made it because you have the fucking chiclet teeth. Yeah, yeah, that's the veneer. That's that's called capping your teeth. That's where they actually shave your teeth down so they're like ah. all the same level. But I suppose veneers come in the same... I think capping might have to do with veneers, but the, have you ever seen what they have to do to, to veneer them? They literally drill it down to the. They nerve? have to grind your teeth down to points. Ah, uh, so you're like a fucking sideshow, fucking <laughs> yeah. a and nerd. Then they put veneers on, but the thing about veneers is, it's toilet porcelain. You know, yeah. it's porcelain. I have veneers, so it's two. you do uh-huh. in the front, the yep. front. So toilet porcelain. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> well, the thing about when you see people with all veneers is, it sucks. Why would you do that to yourself? There's no um, uh, opacity. There's no reality, you know what I mean? Like, if you have all veneers, you just have this, like, you're liars. You're rotten liars. That's what it is. That's where I'm going. It's a lot of work for that. Like, why? All that shit. I I like weird teeth. It gives people personality, like... To a point. Unless they're turned sideways (laughs) and you look like Hellraiser. (laughs) That's that's so funny you bring up Hellraiser. I watched Hellraiser 1. Yeah. Last thing on tooth, I was going to say, like, yeah, why did I have to get braces as a kid? I had those teeth. I had that, like, there's that, like, that Simpsons bit where, like, Lisa needs braces and they do, like, the oh, time that, yeah. lapse and it's her tooth, like, slowly coming out through her <laughs> upper, like, lip and, and nose. I, um, yeah, I had the same thing. I had a tooth grow out of my gum over one ooh, of my teeth. Ooh, snaggles. So they had to pull it. Oh, yeah. I, when I go see a dentist, I didn't even know how bad my teeth were until I see a dentist yeah. now and they go, did you have like nineteen teeth pulled? Like, <laughs> I really had a lot. So you had like forty teeth. Basic? No, I had yeah. Or however my teeth were set up. I had eight teeth pulled. They had Ooh. to. You want to get on the mic if you want to talk? Not really. They had um, they had to pull all of these teeth out, and to make more room. To make Is that what it was? Room and then shove them all forward. Ah. So, and so it was so painful. I braced for like four years, but like just now they look at it. Cause I don't think braces now, cause when we were growing up, braces were like, you, no matter all, what, all the like cool you kids gotta had get them. braces. Whereas now people are embracing like, oh, so what? Your teeth are a little fucked up. It's okay. It's character. Yeah. I had going back to Hellraiser. I had the Hellraiser teeth. Like I had to get, <laughs> they had to do serious yeah. work. Um, Hellraiser. That would have, I, that would have been you could have used that in those fight situations. It's like he looks like fucking Schmeagel. Oh yeah, you see that? Yeah. You, you can look over on that uh, lovely board over there and see uh, some tooth pictures. Oh, Hansi Toothy. My mother made a uh, mural of God. images of me. 
Fun. Um, for my my recent graduation from age zero till now. And <laughs> lots of things I wish. <laughs> lots of things you'd like to keep and forgotten. From age zero to now B, I'd like to forget all of it. <laughs> Let me just put it out there for um, uh, any you don't any need to see upcoming any parents out there for your children. Just shave their head. And make them wear a one-color uniform, and they will avoid all the embarrassment of trends through yeah. their lives. Oh, yeah. Haircuts, my fashion, silk shirts. My mom has that classic where it's the, it's the photo, and in central big is your senior picture, but then around it is 11 little spots for every year oh, yeah, of your, yeah. your school <laughs> career. So she has those for all of us. And my brother so aptly described how mine looks. He pointed at the first one and just went. Because <laughs> it's like a little nerdy, fatty time lapse. Like, cute blonde kid. Hey, what's going on? Why is his hair mullet? Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Longer mullet. Bigger Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Wispy mustache. Oh, yeah. What was that? Ninth grade? <laughs> Justin Timberlake haircut, <laughs> super blonde. Justin oh, Timberlake yeah. haircut. Oh man, um, oh, yeah, it's horrible. Super pale. I um, I'm getting into it. What it, uh, today is? I guess we'll keep it timeless. But we're towards the end of September. <laughs> um, but it is kind of cool that we're recording. We don't normally get to record right after we released an episode, so we kind of got to hear some stuff and talk about some stuff we talked about last time. We can talk about. The Feldman debacle, Ooh, yeah. if you want. Can wait for Henny. I can tell you've been living in that. I yeah, I can't. I can't get enough of it. But pre October, I, I saw Hellraiser uh, for At, the first time. The original Hellraiser. Yeah, Ashley and I watched it? the first three last Halloween. You did. Yeah. Did you watch one, two? Did you watch them on Netflix? Yeah. Did you watch one, two, and the official three, or did you make the mistake I made? Watch well. It was all a mistake. Sure, yeah. Uh, you started with I watched Hellraiser. Uh, yeah, I. I mean, some of it's like cool, but it's cool, but so, like it's missed a mark somewhere. It, it missed the mark in that like some of like the um the well the storyline they're going somewhere, but then he just went like he did what I did when like I have a paper due. I'm like I got all these great ideas. I'm gonna research this and that, and then it's the night before, and I go I didn't check out those books. I didn't do any of that research. I got. Hellraiser is weird for anyone who hasn't seen it. It is this huge overarching thing. It, it starts kind of like Exorcist, like this guy finds this artifact in like mm -hmm. in a, an Iraqi bazaar. <laughs> what is that? Is it just called a cube? Do they even call it? It's the key. Uh, well, it's the um. What do they call it? Uh, it doesn't matter. So doesn't the, matter. he, this guy, buys this artifact like Indiana Jones style in the shady. He's been looking for it, and you're like, oh, shit, this guy's got this artifact. It's going to be this huge sweeping horror thing. And then time lapse to a creepy house? Yeah, yeah. Is, did the guy who bought the cube live in the house, or is... All right, so it's... Um, we're about to get into like things called Cebonites, which are like S&M demons. Cenobites. <laughs> Except for the fat one looks like that worm with sunglasses I made in art class. Yes. <laughs> or that character, the fucking the boogeyman... 
it looks like a Tim Burton character. The, it, it is very Burton-y. Clyde Barker. He's got like right? the the duck face and the the which one the fat, the fat one? one yeah the fat one yeah he's got sunglasses on and his eyes are sewn shut he's just he, again he's a worm with sunglasses it's yeah. just a worm head um but the uh, we got a phone going off here um so yeah the Cenobites are Cenobites. Demons. Cenobites so but as far as the house goes I feel like that's where so he had a bro- he had broader strokes yeah and. Then he just made it like a haunted house movie. Yeah, but they, uh, but he had to rush because the house doesn't fit in. It's just like, yeah. oh, this house is creepy. All right, yes. Oh wait, I got a hellbox. His brother, Bill. Oh, he's he the like he's the guy who buys guy? the box, and he's the molestery guy that previously slept with this guy's wife, his brother's oh, wife. Oh, that's the whole thing, right? Right. And it is so the sexual tension on top of the hell hellish tension. But the sexual tension re arises from uh, the daughter. But like she's like she goes the, the the daughter kind of but the woman there's so much going on I can't put it together the woman goes upstairs and this guy has since unlocked the box and he's being like seduced been tortured by, by the Cenobites oh right bye 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 Meg speaking of Cenobites speaking of we got three dirty dog Cenobites running around right here <laughs> she she does that Meg Meg just left and came right back in. So I have to be careful not to hit the dogs until I know she's gone. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So he, okay, yeah, he's got, he's opened this, the, is it called Puzzle Box? Is that what it's puzzle called? Puzzle Box, yeah, it is a Puzzle Box. So he like figured. Again, loose. It's loose. loose. Yeah. And the way that box opens is some fucking bullshit because there's a part of the box that just has a circle on one side. The box is sheer, and it has designs on it. One side has a circle on it. And all you have to do is slide your finger around the circle. There's no, like, mechanics where you actually turn the circle or anything. It just detects a slide, which It's like an iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, a puzzle box. iPhone 8 is going to be a puzzle Puzzle box. Puzzle box. box Gateway to Steve Jobs and the Cenobites. Gateway to expensive headphones. (laughs) Um... Where bad description, but so anyway, so she goes upstairs and her husband has cut himself. Uh, this is one of the cool shots. He cuts oh, himself on a yeah. nail going up yeah. the stairs, and it's, and it's just such a really grisly. good shot because it's like a rusty blunt nail that catches a vein in his hand and just just opens it up. But he bleeds in the attic, and this the is blood the best part about brings it. his brother back. So his brother <laughs> comes up. Through the as cracks to, in the floor. Like, just as like ghoulish sinew and meat and slowly forms and he needs more blood to form. But the best is he's like just kind of become like this, you know, like the smoking guy in Beetlejuice. Yeah, he's just meat with eyes. Yeah, and she hasn't seen him and yet. Really and really veneery she, white teeth. Yeah. <laughs> the bill. Good dentist in hell. And a tattoo. Like Henning Shadowrun character. And she uh, <laughs> she goes in. She hasn't seen him yet. And she walks in and she's just looking around. And, and you just see these white eyes open up. And he just goes, don't look at me. <laughs> and, and she doesn't want to because he's so gross. And they're just like, it goes off from there. It gets weirder and weirder. One of the parts where I think you said it doesn't hit the mark is like that looks really cool. It does look like it's from its time. But when like the body is coming together and the flesh is being put together and the 
body uh-huh. attaches. Like it looks cool. It's got some stop motion. Then, as it becomes more and more, he gets more blood. They just put a meat suit on a guy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like the thing that sticks out for me with it is that you can see instead of embracing your restrictions. Like I think one of the best movies, Halloween or otherwise, is Halloween. Because mm-hmm. that movie. It was made on the cheap, but uh, John Carpenter embraced the fact that he's like, I don't have a lot of money, I don't have a lot of special effects, but what I do have is the suburbs. So I'm going to make the suburbs the scariest place on the planet. Right. And Hellraiser had a small budget. They're like, okay, we blew all our money on the bazaar, and all we have is, <laughs> all we have is this house. Right. So they just, it just feels wonky, because all the, most of the movie takes place inside a creepy house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, one second. Let me grab the fat Cenobite. The so. growling Cenobite. So, yeah, the Cenobite, like, that's the, the, the main character that everybody knows is Pinhead. Yes, the main character is Pinhead, and I guess the second. And that's he's not why even I get Jason the, the sec- or Michael Myersy, like, or even Freddy. Like, he's in there. Like, other than being in hell, he doesn't really do anything. He does look cool, He though. They all they look cool. They look really cool. Like, that's part of, like, the design, like... Oh, the design's the, the initial designs are really great. What I was getting... and But no, he's not as scary, though he should be. And yeah. that's where the story's, like, missing, like... like He has no agency. He doesn't do anything. Exactly. And when he, like, he, you have to summon him, and then when you close the box, like, you pretty much get rid of him like you there's no like terror like like that those fucking cenobites should just like come out of nowhere sometimes right they should be in the house exactly now what i was saying with watching one two and three right i two got better because someone goes to hell actually and it is weird so weird holy shit so the third one was the one with the artist okay I watched the third available Hellraiser <laughs> on Netflix because I wasn't going to pay for Hellraiser 3. And what I watched was Hellraiser Revelations Part 9. Oh. Made in 2011. They made nine of these? I mean, it's 2016 now. They probably, probably made 12. F- oh, um, And it was, you know, spoilers. <laughs> These two kids go to Tijuana and kill a prostitute, and then they don't know what to do, and some guy has a puzzle yeah, box that's puzzle always box. been there for them. And they open the puzzle box, and they disappear. That's that's neither here nor there. What's here and there... Is Pinhead hanging out in Tijuana? No, is Pinhead... They fucking cooled up Pinhead. Shades? No. <laughs> no. They get, like they changed the actor, obviously. Yeah. But they made the actor like this. He's like this square jawed, like fit. He's like the guy from Holy Hell, that documentary. He's like super fit, uh-huh. square jaw, beautiful pearly white teeth, like nice like German features. <laughs> like he just, I was like, this sucks. Like they. Uh, they like they Hollywood it up. Pit, uh, they always ha- Hollywood up. Like, um, why? Why would you do that? The idea he's uh-huh. a Cenobite from hell. Yeah. Why would you give him these beautiful he be white handsome. teeth? The whole point of he wasn't handsome. Exactly. 
He was but creepy looking. He was creepy looking. So, but he was like he, the thing about Pinhead is he's symmetrical in his own way. Mm-hmm. So whether it's handsome or not, it's still terrifying. Yeah. But he also has ratty, ghoulish teeth because that's what's handsome. T- it's all about perspective. Oh yeah, if you're a Cenobite, then it's like, ooh, he's a Pinhead's a looker. He's like, a catch. It's all roses and garbage. It's one and the same. <laughs> You had mentioned, yeah, we, Han, so we were talking about Hellraiser, and Halloween is like our favorite time of the year. Mm-hmm. Getting amped. Getting amped. To get some ghost stories or something. Are there any Watertown ghost stories? Classic hook hand. That's the one my dad was always lazy enough to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is... I'll have to do some research, I guess. That's actually... Oh, research. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I'm... <laughs> <sighs> boy, oh boy. Henning's rolling in his grave. <laughs> hey, cut it out. Um, I mean, the only thing I can think of that was even remotely scary was a few episodes ago we had talked about... Um, <laughs> Hans is going into the puzzle box. Banished. Eh... Um, and, and it's also somewhat timely is that there's a new Blair Witch coming out no. or it's out it actually looks really good Stop. oh I'm in my own Hellraiser <laughs> um, but after that don't get drunk and get three dogs <laughs> and a rabbit the rabbit's nice the rabbit's quiet They're just chilling Speaking of horror movies, <laughs> <laughs> my rabbit has uh, what's called head tilt. Just image, if you're out there, just image search rabbit head tilt, and uh, you'll I'll be ready for uh, October 2016. <sighs> um, sorry, now what were you? What I was, was just it? saying that there was oh, that Blair Witch. We right. were out at one of these bonfires out in the woods. At this, at the, our friend Tim, his family had a farm that has long since. Been abandoned. It was just land. It was burned down and then abandoned. Yeah, burned down by uh, witches. No, we were and we were all out at the bonfire, and this was that year, that fall that Blair Witch came out. So we were all just like talking about it. That's right. And then Hans and Adam and I were just like, I think there's a fucking farmhouse because there was like a barn, and people were digging through the barn. They found like old newspapers and shit, and we were like, Oh, there's a farmhouse over there. And we're like, Fuck it, let's go. So we went, nice. and I don't think I've ever been more scared in my entire life. I was, was, I was with yeah, you, Yeah, it was right? me, you, I and Adam. I remember that. Yeah, it was creepy. Because it looked like the Blair Witch House. It just, you know, it's one of those things, by the light of day, it's not creepy. But you, yeah. all three of us were like, we're not scared. This is cool. But at every instance, it was every turn, it was just like it was a set. Like we turn into a room, and there's just like a rocking chair rocking to the breeze with like cobwebs flowing yeah, in it exactly you go into the kitchen and it looks like a normal kitchen and it just turns into a black pit yeah and yeah but and then you i remember we maybe we had a flashlight i guess yeah we had phone. One. So we had a flashlight and then you look over in the fridge and the flashlight and it's just riddled with shotgun yeah. holes <laughs> you know the creepy baby dolls like it's uh, just yeah it was the perfect creepy place that was horrifying um, and the one thing we didn't know there was always a guy just behind the door Oh, mestizo? A, a, <laughs> I was going to say, a country psychopath. Mestizo. 
He does uh, own every single Nintendo game ever made. That's amazing. Including, I, I love his Nintendo game collection. Uh, he, uh, I was like, what are these Nintendo games? And it was just a section of like 12 baby blue colored cassettes. Mm-hmm. And those were all the religious released video games. Oh shit! So those were like the um, like the Jesus quiz quiz. Oh, games. I think I played one of those with him. We better give some context for Mestizo because uh, he is a, a man unto himself. Yeah, he is. Uh, how would you contextualize Mestizo? I don't even. How did he get the name Mestizo? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like a, it's, he's not I, a luchador wrestler. <laughs> I think there's no, I'm probably sure he knows how to do something it. racial there. And he's not what? Is, what is a tech? What is? Uh, let's not get German Day Parade. But what's yeah. technically what's a mestizo? I have no idea. Is a mestizo technically someone who's? Uh, is has this an one... instance where we're saying a racial epithet? <laughs> we don't even realize because we just My friend, we call our friend mestizo. Our that fr- means like... our friend Trish texts me. She started listening to the podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I, she got, she gave me a text. She was like, and it's been so not so long, but like, I I can't remember all the garbage we spew. So yeah. I got it. She's like, I'm starting my journey. She sends me a, an image of uh, her pressing play on the first episode. I went, uh-huh. oh man, starting the Oof. first episode, you're brave. Yeah. And then I just got texts all throughout the day, like head of the. I watched head of the class. It was good. Dot dot dot. And I was like. <laughs> Sure. I don't know. Did I say something bad about head of the class? But then one of the messages she sent was, what was that bad word you couldn't say in sausage sandwich? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I I texted back to her, knowing that someday that text could get released. But I texted back to her. I just texted the word and said, I feel dirty. And she just went... You guys are unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, and and Trish is. We worked with her at, at the the dive bar that we always have horror stories about, and she's like true blue New Yorker through and through. Queens, queen of queens. And speaking of, like, was it was it her birthday, where you and Timmy and I went out to the middle of nowhere Brooklyn, and uh, at that barbecue. With the guy that was in the mafia, and all we were doing was talking about mafia stuff. <laughs> you <laughs> could tell the look on his face, like, you fucking Stop idiot. talking. Uh, it was her housewarming party. Oh, By right. the way, well, we know she's listening to this. She fucking registered for her housewarming party. She did. I remember that. We got her some silverware. We also helped her paint. I don't remember that. It was a pizza paint. It's pizza a, paint party? Yeah, it's, it's that the terminology of like, let's have a paint party. It's not a party. It's just people painting. <laughs> she got us. She I got us she for did. our labor yeah. and, sil- and our silver. And our ruby discussion of mafia movies. <laughs> I do remember feeling like, yeah, that I, I think, but that's the thing. Like, we were talking about that He shit. was a nice guy, but he was one of those guys that, whatever his name was, it was like, he runs the ice cream shop. And they <laughs> said it in a way like, he runs an ice cream shop. It was like. <laughs> He runs the ice cream store. And you're like, oh. Oh, okay. Why yeah. is everyone so solemn about it? And then, like, it kind of, like, clicked. But we were fine. Yeah. Because though we were, like, probably saying dumb shit about mafia stuff or just about dumb shit, it was sandwiched or uh, it was said along with all the other dumb shit we said. Yeah. So that negated all that stuff. Because like, he's oh, like, they're oh, simple. they're idiots. They're simpletons. Simpletons. Simpies. Oh, Simpies. They're Hi, Simpies, Trish. as we call them. Hi, Trish. Uh, 
Uh, um, forget how we, we forget where we were at. Yeah, I do too. Hellraiser, they cooled up. Hellraiser. Oh, we were talking about Mestizo. Oh, all right, and then racial epithets. So I think Mestizo is when you have. You, what makes it sound worse is that we're trying is to we're tiptoe around it. So yeah. it's like that's like like no bullshit. I think Mestizo means you have a white parent and a Mexican parent. I think that's what that means. Okay, and I don't think Mestizo. So has it's like either thirties racism. So I think Mestizo. I think he got the nickname Mestizo, which we didn't give him. No. Because he has a black stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> I can follow that logic. All yeah, right. Black stepdad, let's use a, a term that means you're half, half Latino. Uh, so Why I not? have no idea. I have no idea. I just know he used to. Um... I remember in high school, like, he's just one of those, I don't know, like, rugged individualists. I don't, like, he just did. The like in he's what in a high school movie he's like one of the like amazing cool friends you have like see Bender he like yeah he's very Bender y as I remember because I remember there's a time he was like fuck this I'm homeless and he slept in the one park downtown on a bench for like a week no 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 yes slightly right but the details are wrong yes he said fuck this I'm homeless he slept downtown. Uh, the old buildings downtown, uh, on the street level, they were like very, uh, their foundation was this deep set cement. So it went about two foot, two feet in to where the windows were. So it was this little like three foot wide by two foot, um, two feet in depth into the window. So he just slept in this little (laughs) cave in this building (laughs) for a week. And for context, he was the only homeless person in Watertown because uh, vagrants get walked out of town. <laughs> yeah, that's, like the beginning true, yeah. of Rambo. <laughs> yeah, that is very like Brian Dennehy. If you come in, if you're a wayward traveler and you shamble into town, cops put you in a cop car. They take you to the city limits. Brookings. And your ass walks to Brookings. I know that's. I think that's very true. I've seen it. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was with our friend Tyler, and we were driving. I think we were headed out of town going to Sioux Falls. And we were, he was like, oh, cop car, you better slow down. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then we both went, what? <laughs> and it was just two two cops leaning against the cop car. And we're like, what are they doing? And then we saw just a shambling rambler, like, <laughs> you know, duffel bag, leather jacket, walking in the ditch. And I was like. I think they just walked that guy out of town. <laughs> I I do remember, you know, like the guys that are like, like Forrest Gump in it. I'm just running across America yeah. forever. I'm I'm walking across America for, yeah, heart disease. Mm-hmm. I remember I hearing something about that, like where a guy was like, "I'm walking across the country for charity," and they're like, "Keep walking." He hit, he hit fucking Not our South Dakota got his head kicked in. Yeah. Uh, no, I worked with a guy in Minneapolis, like super cool guy. He was living in Baltimore, but he was from Reno and he was just like, fuck this. I hate, hate my job. I hate my stuff. He just packed up his stuff and was like, I'll just hitch back home to Reno. And he said, East coast. Cool. He's like, as soon as I hit the Midwest, man, he's like, and he got a job at this restaurant I was working at because he was stranded in Minneapolis. Like he couldn't remember this guy. And he worked for a few months to save money, and then he, like, peaced out. But he was just like, yeah, I can't. 
No one will pick you up. No one will give you like everyone treats you like shit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not only I feel like not only does everyone everyone treats you like shit because they don't have shit to do. And they're also super frightened, like people like did your parents ever stop for someone who was on the side of the road or did they just roll up their windows and drive past? Oh, God. Uh, never. Neither did mine. Never. Not and not no slight against our parents, no, but no. it was just like they didn't do that. They don't stop. Um, I don't know why. Or good reason. Oh yeah! Remember when we were kids and there was the fucking hobo slasher that like <laughs> killed that family? No, there's no reason not to like stop and like pick someone up like. And it's not like we're lousy with hitchhikers in South Dakota, right. but it's like if someone was like they didn't there were maybe twice I can recall. Once was the winter, so it was warranted like they my by death. Oh, where you saw somebody well, hitchhiking yeah, or where he just stopped them up. and they were like, "Hey, do you need help?" and they're like, "No, we're okay. We're waiting." And they're like, "Okay, cool." Yeah. I wonder I feel like my dad probably would stop for There there's there's a there's a there's, a, there's a, some sand and there's a line drawn in it. Somebody looks like they have Car trouble? Yeah. Stop. Somebody looks like they, they have no car. Life trouble? And, and real trouble? <laughs> no stop. And the, more times than none, I would imagine, the people that are having car trouble are the creepy Ted Bundys who are just faking that car trouble. Right. You're more likely to get Ted Bundied by someone with like, my, my car broke down, can you help me? Like, that's when you get no country for old men and you get the fucking cattle gun to the head and he steals oh, your car. Meg was just watching that. She'd never seen it. So I saw a little bit in the corner of my eye. I haven't seen it since we watched it. Oh, speaking of Hitchhike, did you hear about that thing, Hitchbot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hitchbot, they... Um, do you ever listen to um, Smodco, to Kevin Smith's podcast? Anymore? Oh, yes, yes, yes. They talked a lot about Hitchbot. And, and it, so uh, real... Uh, you want me to give like a real broad? It's yeah, just, just give it a broad Canada. Stroke. They created a robot just to kind of. It's like a, It's a, like a social test. Like, will this robot be able to make it across Canada? And basically, and, f- the description was: it's like one of those HVAC things with a fucking mm-hmm. LCD screen on it that has a smiley face and a tracking device. Let's just say I'm Hitchbot. Pick me up. But they did give it arms and hands. Right, like <laughs> but like like pipe cleaner arms and hands. Yeah. So, so they made it really creepy as opposed to like... Good point. And it made it all across Canada. Yeah. And it made it into the United States for five minutes and then was yeah, it, destroyed. <laughs> it was... They found it in a fucking alley in Philadelphia. That's like, right, Philly, yeah. Like a fucking crime scene. Like it went from Massachusetts in a di- through, in, I believe, a day. And then day two, it was in Philadelphia. And I guess like a local rapper... Like, had heard about it, so he picked it up and took it to the show and, like, tweeted, like, and he took pictures. He was like, hey, I picked up Hitchbot. Here's the deal. I left him in this park. Hope someone gives him a ride. And he got his fucking head kicked in. That's <laughs> so crazy. Oh, that's so crazy. You know, it's like, what I mean, separates, not, like, but... 200 miles is the difference between, like, oh, this, the robot. Oh, sure. Why not? Like, oh, yeah. why not help out? What are, what this is, robot's not going to molest for, you. Like this robot's not going to show you its dick. In fact, it's like you know exactly why it exists. It, it it exists to show that humanity is not lost. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I was like. I feel like you fucking American exceptionalist assholes. Like this should have been a moment where you turn it on so you can be like, "Yo, 
America's the best place exactly. on earth. Yeah. I'm going to protect this fucking robot. Nah, you don't get fucked. Not in South Philly. We got showed up by the Canadians. They did it first. So we're like, Go well, Eagles. Yeah, probably fucking like, what are you looking at? Oh, yeah. I guess I don't, I, but I wouldn't have picked it up. I wouldn't have either. I would have taken a picture next to it. Yeah. Said, hey, see? And then I would have ignored it. Flee! Yeah. Fighter, flee! Yeah. I would have fleed! <laughs> you would have insulted it and then <laughs> ran away. Hey, what are those, your mom's arms? <laughs> My sister's jeans. Sister's arms? <laughs> Hey, mom's arms. You got mom's arms. That's actually Do not insult me. (laughs) (laughs) Then he would have insulted my sister's jeans. My my green jabos. I was I I should mention this. Because it's right on jabos and it and it deserves telling. So I was talking to our buddy Johnny. And I forget what we were talking about, like trends and and how you managed to avoid them, and how I bathed in them like they were the waters of oh, uh, yeah. of the Isthmus Canal, whatever that the is. The waters of Lake Campesca, <laughs> yeah, Lake Okaboji. <laughs> um, so uh, he he reminded me. He said, "Hey, do you remember? It was fifth or sixth grade. The like what was popular was." Gerbos and Z Cavaricci, these designer Ugh. clothes, right? Which that both promptly are... disappeared from the face of the oh, earth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in Somalia right now. Yeah, and back yeah. in Watertown, in Cransburg, yeah. um, which is a little town outside of Watertown. Um, but our parents, so our we didn't have enough money for these items. Not for Caprices. Not Capricios. For, <laughs> not for Capricios. Z Cavs, Gerbos. Ugh. Whatever those shack Reeboks were. Um, oh, God, yeah. Uh, <laughs> With the pumps on the side. Is there something German Day Parade or racist about when for three years, whenever you walked into a Walmart, you, com- you there was a big Shaquille O'Neal size shoe and you just compared your foot to his foot? It's, you're getting closer. <laughs> it's more like sideshowy. Yeah, yeah, very much, right? So it's uh, you can see where I'm going with it. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. You can see how that can be construed. Look, I don't think it's a do monster's it. foot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dunk for me, monster. <laughs> I want to share it then. Could somebody um, make a meme, Henning? Oh, by the way. Dunk for me, monster. <laughs> Somebody was giving me shit about uh, uh, I, they they said why did you make the blog for the tenning? Shouldn't oh, have that been tenning's? Yeah, Virgo was, was putting you on notice, putting me on notice. But I feel like he was putting more like Henning on notice. Yeah, and that's the thing though, it's it's lose lose for Henning because yeah. one he makes a blog. Yeah, you have to take time out of your life to make a blog. Two, too much. Henning's science. good at that stuff. Yeah. So he'll make a good blog. Three, Henning's now the one on blog duty. Can't Ooh. go back to Dr. Toilet, Mr. Oh, Toilet. Yeah. Once, he once, does you, like a really... once you had the bidet, Henne. Yeah, had the Henne. John Henne Ramsey. <laughs> once you've had the bidet of Henning's blog, you can't go back to a toilet blog. No. No, you can't clean yourself off after that. No, like, yeah, then I feel like he saw that coming. You could see he that. Knows. He, he knows. He, He's a few moves ahead. He was like, oh, if I yeah. do this, then it's mine forever. Yeah, that's why That's why I play checkers and he plays chess. I play Chinese checkers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Racist. what that means. I think it is. I have no idea what... Ch- Chinese checkers, does that have to do with 
little um, colorful uh, it's balls. It's the marbles, yeah. Marbles, yeah. It's that, like, there's the no- circle with the star on it. <laughs> there's... Let me just you use the Star of David. Just, it's the Star just, of David with colored just, Chinese balls. Let me just put this out there. That is probably like an Eastern game. Yeah. Right? Like Mahjong. Like something to that effect. And then somebody was like was like, You guys should play that brought it over. Brought it over here. So this is a crazy game and introduced. Bang, this is all upside down. It's like checkers, but it's Chinese. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's pretty fun. What's it called? Give it its traditional Probably name. Probably has a, yeah. I don't know. Maybe like Chinese checkers, I guess. It sounds like Chinese to me. Chinese checkers. That's what we'll call it. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. Because um, all them Chinese are jumping my borders. Oh, God. Same way I jump. Just some your checkers. fat, rich American in Hong Kong, like. Yeah, it was probably buying humans. What 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 happened like during McKinley's time? What was that like when we were all over in China and that's when, all those all, people? Probably during was that post? It was imperialism. Yeah, I think it was, was just it post Taft or pre Taft? It was pre Taft. Oh, so we what, were fucking up the Philippines. Like exactly, that was like that was the same time. The Philippines, worst. Hawaii. This was all under McKinley. And what happened was, it it was a wholesale. It had slaughter. a different name. Johnny, Johnny's going to know this. It wasn't Manifest Destiny, but it was basically our Eastern Manifest Destiny, yeah, where we just decided called? to say, hey, by the way, isolationist China, that's a big fucking market. We need to stop them being isolationist. So we say, hey, yeah. China, can we make some Open moves here? Door, Open up yeah. that market? They said, no, no, no. Okay. And so we went in there. Just surrounded them. Surrounded them, fucked shit up until they finally... It fought back a little bit and fucked. They us opened up. their doors enough for the Japanese to come in. Oh shit, Jesus! Um, where's I going? Z Cavaricis. Z Cavaricis. Chinese. Speaking Chinese of Chinese guests. Yeah. Chinese guest jeans. Is that Mandarin for guests? <laughs> so we didn't have money, but what we found out is that the Herbergers, which was the department, the high end JC. That's our Macy's. That's Watertown's Macy's. Is Herbergers. Well, I would say that JC Penney's is Watertown's Macy's, and Herbergers is Watertown's. Um, uh, what's that shitty place? Uh, Bloomingdale's. Uh, you ever gone into a Bloomingdale's? I don't think so. You go into Bloomingdale's. Do they have comic books thinking, there? If not, <laughs> no. or toys, then I never went into Bloomingdale's. No. Not only did they not have comic, I went into a Bloomingdale's because I was heading to work, and like the scumbag I was. <laughs> it's just like I leave my house unprepared every day mm. of my life. I left my house. I'm going to work, and I go. I don't have. I don't have anything for work. <laughs> I have nothing. I'm wearing like my jean shorts and my tank top, and I need my shirt, tie, pants. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, because I, I think it was legitimately. I was reaching into my bag to read a comic like, book uh, on the uh, street, uh, and I had none of my clothes. So I'm like, oh, I'm by Bloomingdale's. Um. Is it like Third Avenue or Lexington or something? And I went into Bloomingdale's, and I shit you not, there is not an item of clothing there under two hundred dollars. Jesus, it is all expensive. It's all the same shit. It's like when you go into. Uh, I walked into. So it's um, like le- a legitimate. Yeah, it's. Just, ne- I have no business being in a place like that. Like, nobody does. It's it's like, pure sadness. It's like when you walk into like. Uh, I don't know what designer brands are. Z Cavaricis is that still around? You walk <laughs> yeah, into it's on Madison Avenue. <laughs> they probably, they probably did the one place back when the Sex Boys were around. Z that's what they was, were rocking, and that's that's what's beautiful about that is I was thinking like Gucci or Versace. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like those are probably on Madison Avenue. Yeah. Uh, 
in 30 years, they'll be See, Cavarucci was an alphabet city. Right, exactly. Anyways, you walk into there and you go, what's on the, what, are, what are all these things hanging? And it's just a row of plain white t-shirts and they're all $400. Ugh. It's just all bullshit. Bloomingdale's. So, her burgers. Yeah. A to Z, baby. I'm yeah. Getting, see, when Henny's not here, I, I lose it. <laughs> Herberger's has a yearly back-to-school fashion show. Oh, yeah, shit. That's I'm right. It's in the mall kiosk. Like it's it's in- outside of what was once a B. Dalton and a Little Dipper ice yes, cream store yes. in front of the Herberger's. It's like the movie Mallrats. They set up a mini stage and in front of this mini catwalk. high-end... High-end clothing store. Yes, yes, I do remember that, yeah. All right. Not allowed to go. Well, creepily, they would tap parents and their children as they were shopping there. Like, hey, would your son like, would you like a discount on those clothes? Where where on your body was this tap? (laughs) Oh, I wasn't tapped. (laughs) We were the tappers. So that's where we're going here. (laughs) The tappers. Oh, Um, God. So tastemakers, you know, we'd we'd heard down the rumor mill that like um, cashiers, but to us we were like fashion agents. <laughs> cashiers were like, "Would you like a discount on that clothing?" And of course, in our head, it was free. Yeah, just all you got to do is and and by the way, you're so good looking, young man or young lady. You this is all going on in my uh-huh. head. Uh, all we'd like you to do is fashion model those clothing at our annual fashion show, and then you are going to be the coolest looking kid on the first day of school. That was going oh, on in my head. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, doing Ver, it. meanwhile Ver, Johnny and I, <laughs> we, were, we were too busy. We had our feet one foot in the grave and one foot in a Shaquille O'Neal shoe <laughs> in Walmart. Both, both of your feet. <laughs> yeah. It's that big. Because we were, we were looking purely at Walmart clothes. So in our own clubhouse, which he has since, which was a shack in my backyard, which he's reminding me of so many good stuff. Um, we had a dirty old garage in my backyard, uh, which had since, which was haunted, which uh, Johnny and I were going to turn into a clubhouse and call it Kaminsky Park. <laughs> and so one summer, what we did was we raked leaves and mowed lawns to get this to get this clubhouse in working order. Sure, yeah. It needs a foundation. It needs bunk beds. Oh, it was you guys were like the Hardy Boys, like you were living a 1950s dream. <laughs> but you opened this, and all it was was old rotting piles of wood and, and deer antlers. Was it your shed? Yeah. That yeah. oh, that little t- yeah, that little yeah, one all the way in the back. Got um, so nothing c- could ever be done to that. But we were going to make it in this clubhouse. So we you so guys we, loved black mold. There's plenty of that. <laughs> plenty. So we we ended up making some money, and he reminded me the two things we bought with the money. Our first two steps towards, towards making this yeah. dream a reality: we bought a cordless phone. <laughs> this shack does not have electricity, <laughs> yeah, a phone yeah. wire, nothing. <laughs> I think we just again, phones were cool at the time. Landlines got to have your own phone line. Baby. Yeah, but I don't want no gotta cord. Talk to chicks. It can't be tethered to a cord. Don't let Ad- don't yeah. let Adam Ancona on that line. Not in the clubhouse. Um, I said his last name. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. The only um, person who knows it is John, and he already knows his last name. That's a good point. Um, uh, so, so we bought two things. We bought a cordless phone and a dog whistle. Because is there a lot of dogs back there? <laughs> no, but we were going to whistle them in. And <laughs> so that's basically the gummo. I mean, there are so live. many flaws in the logic. <laughs> like, why wouldn't why why wouldn't a dog whistle be the come hither whistle and not the fucking go away raving animal dog? Exactly. 
So that's now you're in our heads a little bit. Gotcha. All yeah. right. Uh-huh. So what we've now heard is that we have an opportunity to not wear dickies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dickies in your brother Dick- Jesse's old clothes. <laughs> To school. In fact, we can have the hottest fashions oh, of gerbos, silk shirts, and Z Cavaricis in the latest teals and mauves. <laughs> oh, Burgundy, a lot of Burgundy. Burgundies. So we go there, and it's almost like, um, God, like it's almost like David Brentian in that, like, we were the ones who finally, like, we were hinting around it with the cashier, mm-hmm. like, oh, they're like, can we help you? Like, yes, yes, these are some nice. Nice styles. Hmm. How much snot was on your lips? I'm just picturing like how much chocolate did John have on his hands? We 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 had already stolen some testers of cologne that were in our (laughs) in our pockets. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. We each have a a twenty thirty five cent at the time twenty five cent. Dr. Thunder and Mountain Lightning. Oh, you know, from, from that one cheap machine that had the best cheap soda. Yes, Dr. So Thunder and Mountain Lightning. Yeah. You never see these anymore, and it's a shame. But it, not just generic soda. You'll see, still see generic soda. You don't see generic soda machines anymore. That's strictly... Was that outside of the Osco drug? Thank you. I was getting to that. We, there was also just an ambiguous drugstore, which I yeah. forgotten was called Osco. Yeah. What do you think Osco is short for? Sounds evil to me now. <laughs> Osco. Yeah, it sounds like uh, something uh, the bad guy from Or like a, a cartoon character from the 20s. <laughs> hey, Osco. Osco. <laughs> Don't eat that hot dog, Osco. Don't take my sodies, Osco. So, well, could Osco the Grouch. Um, so, where was, so we had a, yeah, we're disgusting, mm-hmm. you know. Again, the brown at the sides of the, the mall. Oh, yeah. The, the browns and whites. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you rode your bike to the mall, like. Uh, absolutely. Or walked. <laughs> just fucking hobo tramped it the whole way. Yeah, we, we almost got run out of town. But the weird thing about the mall, and I think it's still that way. Remember, there's a back way to that mall. Yeah. In the town we grew up in, there's a back way to the mall, and this gives you a little taste of where we grew up in, like, the hub, which is not the hub anymore. Ooh, yeah. You Tumble, go to that. The Tumbleweed Expo in I, there. I think our, our beloved arcade has now become a, um, like a bi-monthly race car track like uh what is that or called? like a used mattress store like no, no. <laughs> oh like an rc car rc thing? car remote control car like, track remote control car track do kids even like that no no some adults do i guess but they so they're kids, too we went busy. to school <laughs> so it's just this you can look in it's just this dark hole of what once was the electric rainbow arcade good lord and i guess every couple of months they just have one afternoon of RCA car racing there. And then across the way, which was once... Gummo Town. We live in Gummo Town. What was once the record store is now a thrift store. Oh, and I gotta it's tell the saddest you, fucking thrift store. I think... I love thrift stores, but there's something special about a thrift store in, in a, a mall. mall. There used to be a, a place where there. you could buy new things. Brand new <laughs> things. Yes. Exactly. From companies that still exist. <laughs> right. Not just a fucking dead man's cabinet. Like <laughs> yeah. And everything is like faded and yellow. Like, what's your what's your stance on buying shoes from a thrift store? 
Uh, I don't know. Socks? <laughs> still, That's a little still too ambiguous. intimate for me. Then go to underwear. Yeah, never. No, def- de- never. <laughs> never. Never. See? Pants, maybe. Shirts, okay. Yeah, of course. Pants are a maybe, huh? Depends. <laughs> like, there used to be a time when you could get, like, those cool pants from, like, the 60s, 70s. Like, yeah, sure. Brown, poly. You know, like, pants that don't take or wear. Yeah, sure. So they absolutely. still look and feel like they're brand new because they're made of poisons and, like, <laughs> polyester jeans. Yeah. yeah. I still have a few pairs of thrift store polyester pants that I bought, and they still look exactly the same. Except there's a big cigarette burn in it because they go up in flames. <laughs> they do, yeah. They melt to your skin. In the sun. Yeah. Um, uh, pants, maybe. Shirts, yeah. But f- nothing. Shoes, uh, no. Shoes, I don't think I've ever bought a pair of shoes. Me either. Sho- sh- Mestizos had some shoes. Of course he has. <laughs> Stole- they, the thrift stores where we grew up used to have something amazing called bag sales. Oh, yeah, the fucking... And I wish those were still... Thrift stores around here are bullshit now. Thrift stores in New York City are scams. Mm -hmm. They're con men. Yeah. They're Chinese checkering you. Yeah, flim flam men. Flim flam men. Because everything is expensive. It's probably not even... I love the the title vintage, and it's like, that's just a fucking old bulls shirt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not vintage. No. I guess technically, if you apply time to something, you can call it vintage. (laughs) Right. Right, it's very loose. But um, thrift stores where we grew up, and there was a lot of them, Mm -hmm. downtown when it seemed normal. Now, here's what happened to the town we grew up in. Can I go 2008 on it? Can I go cause and effect? Sure. Or is it just, just this was No, when we were in high school, like, thrift stores were literally just, like, there were 20 years of people just, like, yeah. Cleaning out old houses and throwing away old clothes. It wasn't picked over by anybody because nobody it wanted great, it. They but, all wanted to go to the Herbergers and buy fucking but Donamichi jeans and fucking. <laughs> so but, there was a lot of really cool. There was great stuff. Like alternative, like sweaters and and pants and, and just T-shirts. Like, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Old cameras. 70, and like yeah. actual T-shirts from the 70s. Old, so I remember there was always like old, cool it's like the Seinfeld, but there was always old cool like raincoats and old yeah. like military gear and stuff. Um, but as far as an industry goes, there were thrift stores. There were a lot of them. Yeah. But uh, as far as um, there are way too st- many now. Fucking creepy. Statistically, they fit. Now, what happened uh, is there are like what, ten of them. What did Henning say? The tornado hit Zeno, Ohio, Zenia, Ohio, because now. What happened was downtown was always struggling. Yeah. Now downtown is a ghost town with thrift stores smattered throughout. If there's any industry, if there's any businesses, it's a thrift store. They literally or that one coffee shop. Downtown literally built a building over the town dump. You go to these places <laughs> and it's it's fucking junk, like just straight up garbage. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's thrift. And I was like, that's a broken PlayStation One game. <laughs> Like there's I'll no take re- it. There's no reason to sell that for five dollars. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, and look, it's, Watertown. It's, a plate. it's it's like what happens with hoarders. Watertown became yeah. universally something traumatically something universally traumatic happened, and now we can't get rid of our stuff. Right. So they're like, no, that's a broken. Somebody touched game. Watertown hey, hey, at a hey, very. Hey. I gotta keep. We can it. get some good money for that. <sighs> oh no, you can't. But there is two. 
thrift stores that are right across from each other, and they're very like the line is drawn because one they're is both that by Veter's Auto. Yeah, yeah, they're both. One's in a small little, like, nice little house, like a very oh, yeah, put-together right. quaint house, and you go in, and it's a thrift store, but it's all organized and put together, and there are, like, actual things you want, like old buttons from political campaigns, right. and, like, things, actual vintage things, and everything's put together, like, old chinaware, like, and it's expensive, but put together clean, it's like a mother and her son and they have a very amazing relationship as as you would if you're a 50-year-old man who works at a thrift store that his mom owns still. Maybe, maybe, you, live, maybe you live upstairs. Partnership. A lot of snarky back and forth. A lot of cabbage soup. A lot of cabbage soup. <laughs> a lot of dates this guy wish he could go on with men. He can't go to a lot of A lot of fights spicy. about wearing the... Um, who gets the Afghan? We're in the inventory. <laughs> yeah. What station we're watching? I want to watch NBC. And then across the street. You know how that story ends, right? He drowns her in her bath. Forensic files. Yeah, yeah you no, got it. Say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've seen enough of those, my friend. Yeah, that ends with a. She fell down the stairs. She was just inspecting this pair of old heels someone donated <laughs> and she fell down the stairs because an owl accidentally was nesting in her hair and her temple fell on this heel on the stiletto blade did you ever hear that theory about uh how this uh, uh this theory that was thrown around there's this case where uh um a man and his wife she died and it was almost um um Concluded that it was accidental death. Yeah. And then they went back and looked at it and were like, because it was a fall down the stairs. Uh-huh. Then they went back and looked at it and then they were like, no, there's blood spatter here. That I think he's his name's Henry Lee. He's this famous forensic yeah. uh, uh, blood analyst or analyst. And they were like, no, no, no. He, these, the, the marks on her head are. Because the, the original idea was so gross, I saw the computer generated. Those are the that best. She fell forward. Those cheap nineties, and, and her head got lodged. But there was a little gap between uh! between the stairs and the wall. So, because it was like a basement, uh-huh. her head got lodged between the stairs, yeah. and then snapped her neck. And then, as she fell, because her head was all weeble water, weeble wobbly, it Ugh. like smacked it. And then they did it, and they said, "No, no, no." Uh, the indentations fit perfectly with the fire poker we can't find. <laughs> and then the guy was convicted. It was like this long, drown-out case. But now it's come forward. I heard this on NPR, by the way, so mm-hmm. you can find it. It's come forward. They're like, they re-examined the evidence, and they found owl feathers from this specific breed of owl that is um, known to be around that area you know, in that time. Old women? And it's also known to be very aggressive and specifically aggressive to people with their backs turned, to people's heads with their backs turned. And they found that is extremely specific. They found scratches in her head and a couple of owl feathers. So they're surmising that an owl did it. Shut the fuck up. So this guy spent 15 years with her, like, he beat her fucking head in with a fire poker. And he's like, I swear to God, I didn't fucking do it. Like nothing, and the fuck, an owl <laughs> could have been an owl. Shut the fuck up! But I most mean, likely it wasn't. It was him. That could be because our... they found a lot of gay porn and hidden stuff on his computer. Oh, it was a homosexual found... owl. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They found the uh, that screeching the hag was like, "I'll take her out for you." <laughs> 
the owl with queen, that, the owl with that owl. one fingerless glove and striped speedo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was mysterious. I mean, that could technically be our segment. We could just talk about forensic files because I've, I love that shit. I really too much of it. Oh, me too. Like I, every night I, before bed. I live. I I heard something recently. Like, go watch The Office. Like, yes, we're like a certain sect of us love this stuff, and I do yeah. think it's a really interesting. Mm-hmm. Cults, forensics, yeah. real crime, uh, serial killers, all that stuff is like fascinating. But sometimes I catch myself living in it. The yeah. other night, I watched like six hours of. Um, Jonestown footage. I watched a PBS documentary on Jonestown. I watched another documentary that was bootleg, YouTube bootleg, because I used a lot of this stuff from the PBS documentary. (laughs) But then I watched, this is when I was like, all right, shut it off. Uh, So if you don't know the story of Jonestown, I can just, you know, uh, cult, 900 Mm -hmm. people, mass suicide in Jonestown, Guyana. Um, But with like the impetus or... I guess it was all leaning this way, but what happened is a congressman came and inspected. Oh, to get his kids, right? Not no, even no. to get his kids. He just, enough people, family members uh-huh. had been complaining like, this is a fucking cult. Our yeah. family members are down there. They are in trouble. And then like a message came out that somebody was like, get me the fuck out of here. They're not letting us leave. Because uh. it, like, it was like uh, violently like armed, like you're going to stay. So a congressman went and investigated with a group of NBC, a group of reporters and an NBC camera crew. And everything seemed to be going fine. And then finally some people like slipped him notes like, get me the fuck out of here. Get me the fuck out of here. And by the I next day, Guyana. this is how much power this creepy guy had, this cult leader had, is that out of all these people, like it, it's come to light like through like documents and stuff that my, m- many of them, I won't say majority of them were like, I need to get the fuck out of here. But this is the power of a cult. Yeah. Is that only eight of them the next day were like, we got to go with you. Please take us with you. They'd had enough. And the cameras were on. So Jim Jones had to be like, okay, yeah, leave. But then he sent people. They shot up the plane of the plane that was leaving, Uh killed the congressman. And that was it. Like, that's when Jim Jones said, well, we're fucked. So now I'm taking all of you with me. Mass suicide. So getting back to living in it. Was he a street preacher? Like, is that how it started? He's from Indiana, and he was just this kid. His friends growing up with him just described him as having two obsessions, religion and death. And he he got into Winner. the Pentecostal. Their two aren't mutually exclusive. He got, like, he just found that, he just saw all, they say he saw in the Pentecostal church, oh, the preacher has the power. I want uh-huh. power. I should be the preacher. Because didn't wasn't the big draw early on that he had a a non segregated church like that, he, that he was it opened the doors to anyone who wanted to come. The, and at the time, that was the thing that's actually that was like progressive. And right off the bat, you and I would have been like between two churches. This one's segregated. Oh, this is a new church by Jim Jones who says anyone of any color can come. Yeah. Uh. 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 I was going to say the mingling of the races. Ooh. <laughs> Interracial nice. marriage, like all of that. Mestizos is a, even? All, all, misti- all real mestizos, but not the mestizos. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you. No, 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 no. Get that Elmer glue out of your head, you punk. <laughs> um, 
anyway, so yeah, that was a big draw is that he was like, yeah, we can all live together. And, and even people now after this, some of the people that survived, like 80 people were away from the cult. They're still like, we had it right. Like up until he started doing all this cocaine and like he lost his mind and he became power hungry. Like we had it right. Yeah. We decided to go live in a world where we decided that the rules were going to be love and peace. It was a hippie commune, basically. Sure, yeah. As they Took all start out. out as. But people... So this you start a cult because you want power, and then you get it, and you're like, I love this shit. Yeah, yeah. I can sleep with who I want to. I can fucking just be a pig. I'll put this out there to you and to our listeners, because by the time the next issue comes out, you will appreciate it much more. Most of us have Netflix or someone's Netflix, and I won't go into any more, or someone's Netflix oh, yeah. password. We're going to do Holy Hell. Just go watch the documentary Holy Hell. Give us a taste. You showed me the trailer and we can speak, uh, let's speak of just the trailer alone. Okay, alright, you saw the trailer. Yes. You give, I've seen it. Yeah. I watched it yesterday and it was the same way I <laughs> just to finish that Jonestown thing quick, I found myself, I was living in it too much after watching documentary, documentary. Yeah. Then I just watched the about just under an hour of silent footage that the NBC cameraman shot with the time frame running underneath. Oh, just of the compound of the shit? compound, and then up until he's one of the guys that got shot and killed. Oh, the cameraman up until he got shot and the camera goes off. What? So after about like, did I someone just, just walk that. up to him and shoot him, or was it like uh, from uh, a distance? A, a car came up, uh, like um, a cargo van, not mm-hmm. a cargo van. What's those things like a military van with like the, the, the tarp on, on the back? Yeah, just like a military yeah. truck. Cargo like, truck. Like a fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. That just thing. showed up and then just people popped out and started shooting. Oh, Jesus. And then one guy that was infiltrating to escape was going to take down the plane. Anyways, he got killed, a congressman. So I know those two and I think two other people and then some people got injured. But I just watched his footage and then I just realized, like those creeps watching that porno to see that girl get AIDS. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm just watching a guy's last. Moments on this planet. Moments or his last job. Any, any, his last. So, yeah. With that, I was living in it a bit too deep. Sure. So I watched this movie, Holy Hell, instead. You're like, I'll, I'll cleanse my palate. And boy, oh boy. Well, so I've seen it. You may need to you... clean something else after <laughs> yeah. what I saw from this. I need, yeah, exactly. Not enough fluoride in the world, Fucking my friend. Boner city, man. <laughs> so you you saw the trailer. Yeah. You've only seen the trailer. You'll yeah. watch it before the next episode. We'll oh, yes. To, I'm watching it tonight. We'll get Henning to watch it. So I don't want to spoil too much, but just give the people a taste of what you gander gotcha. from the trailer. So it opens in the voiceover. It's this guy talking about as a kid. He was rambunctious and like... Just knew he wanted to be a performer and like do things. And he talks about going to film school and out on the West Coast. And he gets out and he doesn't know what he wants to do. And then he ends up meeting this group of people. Trailer goes on, you see, and it's clearly his footage of like just people from the 80s just like dancing and frolicking and having fun and just being open. And the voiceover is like, it was the 80s. We wanted something different. We didn't want. The materialism, and you're like, oh, okay, cool, and then it goes into them, and it was like, and then he, he was the leader, he was an artist, he, we all just followed his lead, it was all peace and love, and they start showing the he, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, uh, oh, <laughs> and the trailer goes on, and he's like, very angular cut, like muscular guy and it's all these very artsy fartsy like looks like a 70s 80s movie shots of this guy and people hanging out 
and dancing and then it takes a turn and and it's just I explained it to Hans I was like just what it's just a lot of men and women in bikinis and this guy the leader of this cult is like fucking crazy muscular like super tan and just his dick and balls are always front and center and it's like eight like the 80s high panty <laughs> banana hammock shorts oh, and like yeah. I it brought me back as a kid cuz I saw all this and I was like it made me think of like a beach like spring break movie I was like yes. I'm going to see some girls in a shower later yeah it's like that that was that time when it was like it was that that what what do I want to say like that stripy Bikini Spasquito? Spasquito? He had it. He was rocking that. His Spasquito <laughs> was, was on point. But was there a time in the 80s spring break movies where the cool guys rocked wore Spasquitos? Like, they wore like panties, basically. They did, right? And that yeah. was okay. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was the cool... I'm thinking of Revenge of the Nerds, and it might be Revenge of the Nerds 2, where the cool guys... Oh, yeah, that's where they're Not Florida. the Lambda Lambda Lambs. Yeah. But the cool guys were hanging out by the pool. I love Revenge of the Nerds 2, by the way. The cool guy... I might Maybe better than one. I might be on my own there, but... Not... I don't like the one that uh, they... That, Aired on 3D night on Fox. Oh with, God! With Nerds children. get married or whatever. <laughs> yeah, where the the chick has the calculator for a bra and the the nerd paper spools out at you. Oh God! That was. But I will say the whole point of Revenge of the Nerds is to see naked women. Don't that, put it on television. That summer was a great summer for me, strictly because of television hype. Because that was the summer of Who Shot Mr. Burns, uh, and then they were going to have Married with Children 3D, a nerds, new nerds, nerds movie. Get married. I mean, that's how sad my life yeah. is. Like, that's. I remember that. Remember how more, excited you were. I remember for that whole more summer. better than I do my communion. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, speaking of nerds, so sorry. back to this documentary. <laughs> yeah. So it's this super beefcakey guy, who seeming who starts a cult, and then you hear the guy, the filmmaker, like he, I made movies for him, and then he turned into a figurehead, and then you start seeing who this dude really is, like. <laughs> A lot of Jesus-y imagery and, like, him laying on of hands of people. But the tightest pair of shorts with no underwear you've ever seen. <laughs> All right. Jerry Pasquito was front and center. So right there, Casey's description. And I went, he looks like a porn star. And Hans just goes, <laughs> And with that, I will say one thing without spoilers. What Casey said of the trailer doesn't even come Close. So with that, go out, watch Holy Hell. That hour of that cult of punks and babes, horny eighties women. (laughs) It is all horny eighties. You know, like that speedo has to. It can only come with uh, uh, running with high tops and bunched socks. Oh, socks rolled down. (laughs) Doesn't that make you yuck? (laughs) It Um, does because I just think of seedy pornography. Exactly. Um, there are no pleasant memories with that. Yeah, so that's that's your homework, Henning, as as we've hit you, surprised you with this lovely podcast. Your homework, uh, any other listeners, it's your joy work. Can I call it joy yeah, work? Joy work. Let's call it joy work. Is I highly recommend watch that. Um, obviously, watch the Corey Feldman video if you haven't seen that. That's just it's not for mock mocking purposes. It's just for pure bliss. Joy work. Joy work again. 
Joy work. Don't K- watch Casey Hellraiser. Makes, Casey made a good point. Uh, <laughs> what were you saying? When you watch that, you go like, oh, I feel sorry for him. And then he says some shit where you're like, something. fuck you. So, and so then he wins you back. And Corey then he Feldman's not all sticks innocent. a finger in your eye. Mm-hmm. He burns us. He burns us. Um, what were you saying? Oh, Hellraiser. Uh, I still Don't recommend Hellraiser 1. Yeah, sure. Nah, watch trailers. Watch those trailers. So you're going to get the best out of the trailers. But what you can't watch, and you can only watch in your mind's eye, is getting back to this fashion show. Oh, my God. <laughs> we totally got off track. <laughs> yeah. You can't. Unfortunately, this baby's. So you and Dirty John. only in dreams. Snotty Hans and Dirty John were trying to angle your way onto yes. a fashion show. Snotty Hans and Dirty John were at, well, I'll pick up where we left off. We Bathed are, in Stetson Cologne. We, we are uh, fingering the goods at this store. <laughs> you know, we're looking at merch, hoping to be noticed. And of course, we've been noticed the moment we walked in because they're like, those dirty kids are in here without parents again. All they I am, can't afford it. All I can imagine now is... They've opened so You and John are just the younger versions of Harry and Marv from Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like, do, 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 just looking around to see if anybody's watching. And immediately, everyone's like, ah, they got to fucking keep an eye on these McKinley kids. They're going to steal some fucking silk shirts. Wait, no. Uh, what was Johnny? It was one Millette and one Grant, I think. Even worse. Ooh, Unholy rough... Union. Yeah. Too Holy too much man. middle class there. You can't put your he finger went on to it. Grant, Johnny might have went to Jefferson. No, he's too old for Jefferson. That was the second Richie school. Jefferson's weird because it's not a school anymore. It's a church, right? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. But that's where for a while our, our church, church was in school. Did, speaking of did, separation, of did church the cool? State. That's where the cool alt church was. That's where they kept their guitars, baby. Lots of acoustic guitars and bongo drums. Oh, my God. Bongo you, drums. Youth pastors. You know what? That wasn't my type of... Ch- I will. St- I stuck it out with the oldies. You know why? I said, give me... You earned it. There was three church options. Cool young church Ugh. at Jefferson School. You made the good call by sticking with cool what you Cool know. nature boy... Culty, uh, cult, cult, <laughs> Rick Flair, culty, uh, 80s, um, uh, church, which was out at the lake. Nothing oh, wrong with the yeah, little church never outside. Did that. that drives too far for this wethead. <laughs> or there was straight up old stiff man's church where you go. It's in the classic building, classic people waiting, <laughs> waiting their deaths. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's just closer to the casket. It's, <laughs> It, it, the traditional church. Yeah, give me that over the coo- over Oof. the other options any day. You know why? Coffee, cookies. That's how they rope you into the new church. No, no table set up with coffee or cookies. They might have had they had water fountains. The only treat is the tunes. It only treats the tunes, and then the nature church. The only treat is the no street baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're outside? Yeah, what a treat. I just By a fucking lake that smells like fish vaginas? Thanks. I remember my parents would drag me to Lake Church, and it was Ugh. called Lake Church. It was called Lake, <laughs> lake Church. Church. We're going to Lake Church. That was the one thing my parents never... Because that was too far of a drive for that fucking bullshit. I remember... I would just embarrass my parents at Lake Church is because it would be like if any of anybody's gone to like if you've gone to 
yoga, there's something at the end or there's like a restorative yoga where you can get a bit prop heavy at the end. And by that, I mean, there's blocks. Wigs and and mustaches. (laughs) There's blocks and woven blankets and belts and what's called bolsters, which are pillows. And then, but at the end of yoga, like the, the idea for me and... I'm not getting culty on you. I'm not getting Michelle. I think you were getting a little close there. And by the way, did That's I tell you the cult, cult leader's name is Michelle? Oh, he looks like a Michelle. <laughs> yeah. They show him now and he looks like a fucking woman. <laughs> anyways, not to get off track, but anyways, so for me, yoga is like you and yourself and you're getting into poses and you're getting closer. Your wigs, your belts. Your wigs, or you can get prop heavy and at the end. So you can see, that you can look around and go, Easy. So at the end, it's called corpse pose. And the idea of corpse pose is you lay there as you will lay one day as a corpse. But there's people that... No, thanks. Fetal position up, blanket up, put their head under a couple pillows. They get real comfortable. What is this That's for? what I did at Lake Church. <laughs> on, the sa- on the sandy shores of Lake Campesca? No, like you'd set up your um, beach chairs at Lake Church. But I would have to have... I'd be like oh, that creep you don't like. I'd bring my pillow, your full pillow. comforter. My dad would be like, Fuck it, your you tiger can't. version of Mario <laughs> Brothers, which is just like, eat, eat, eat. Yes, the, the, uh, tiger the handheld video game that ruined my brother's childhood. <laughs> for, that's for a Christmas episode. Oh, yeah, save that. Um, yeah, what it's for is like at the end of your yogas, you're, you're meant to like come down. It's basically like when you go for a long run yeah. or you go for a sprint, you should also jog at the end to like bring your heart rate down. Settle the mind. For me, the leaving. Settle the mind, baby. For me, the leaving part is my like, oh, good, we're done. I'm going home. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, uh, Lake Church, school church. Give me the coffee. You had brought all your gear. To Lake Church. I did, and it was just too to much. To go to Event, sleep outside? Events, and that, apparently, subconsciously, that was all a trick to get back to the, my sweet hot elixir of coffee. Yeah, because my dad's like, we're not going to fucking Lake Church. My son looks if like gonna, a fucking <laughs> tramp. My son looks like uh, I'm, I, my son looks like he's in one of those um, <laughs> one of those adjustable beds or whatever. Or, or just like, I'm not wheeling around my paraplegic son. Like, or, you're not it's like, yeah, sit in your chair. He won't sit to listen. Like, what's the point? Yeah. It's got, yeah, exactly. He's got headphones on. It's just Lake Church. It's such a fucking why just to be like. It's just, the, it was early. So it was The cold. shores of the Judean Ocean or some bullshit. It was just like, so hard to concentrate in church to begin with. And then you add being cold and uncomfortable as a factor. Outside. That's a nightmare. That's Hellraiser. That's a puzzle box. That's what I was doing under my comforter. Trying to open that puzzle <laughs> Someone box. Someone just take me to hell. Those Cenobites would take me away. <laughs> um, uh, oh yeah, we went to Youthy Truthy. That was the worst. So Johnny nothing's and I, worse than trying to cool up something that just like you got no business. There's no reason. The only reason you're trying to cool it up is to try and um, attract. People that that's that's the problem with religion. Religion is great once you can connect with it yourself. If it's, you but once you it, tr- really way. fight and trying to recruit somebody by uh, <laughs> by by shifting up what your your message or whatever, like by putting a cool tune behind it, by you know, ah, like I if Jesus came back, he would not go. He'd be like, this shit sucks. <laughs> yes. He would, because he'd see that it's all a fucking ruse. He'd say, wait a minute, wait, wait, what are we doing? We're passing a basket for Lake Church. I gotta pay for this shit? What the, yeah. We're outside, what are we paying for? He runs across um, the water. The, uh, the speaker it, system. 
Fuck that shit. Dunk for me, Jesus. <laughs> what was that? Go monk, go go dunk, dunk you monster. <laughs> dunk for me, monster. <laughs> That's a Jesus shirt right there. That is a. It's not communion. What is it? What is it called when you get uh, baptized? Baptized. That's a baptismal shirt. Baptize for <laughs> me, monster. No, dunk me, you monster. <laughs> Speaking of monsters, going back yes. to, to two around, two little monsters fiddling around to these um, uh, textiles. All right. <laughs> These fine fabrics like two Egyptian traders. <laughs> so we're tooling around these clothing, the boys section, the, fa- the high fashion. <laughs> just, I want to isolate that. So we were tooling around the boys section. <laughs> Take it easy, Michelle. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, uh, so we're, we're touching clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, and, Michelle. Uh, uh, finally, some sales clerks come over. Like, can we help you? Can we, can we try something on for you? No, like, oh, can we? And we're like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, you know, this this is nice, but they awful expensive here. Unfortunately, Ooh. yeah. Uh, wouldn't be any way to get a discount on this <laughs> oh, stuff, God. would we? Like, they're like, what do you mean? We're like, is this on? Is this for sale? Is this a for sale item? Um, no, it's it's regular price. Mm, yeah. Can we model for you? <laughs> like, just finally, like, if we wear these out at your show, do you need models? And they were just like, well, I can't break their spirits any yeah. more than they've already been broken because yeah. we can't have more serial killers in this town. Yeah, right. So tell you what. Yes, <laughs> try these on, pick your outfits, and then next week we'll have a fashion show. Oh, you, we'll, you'll be in the fashion show. So we got the last two slots, baby. Oh, closers, <laughs> huh? <laughs> We're the closers. So I, I, Did they play I, the bassoon? And <laughs> even, <laughs> even then, I remember, like, just trying. <laughs> it's like we're... Uh, to uh, like, we, oh. just, we just don't understand clothing or fashion even at that time, because for us... It was all the trend. So for us, it was the logo. So like, <laughs> we looked like uh, NASCAR looked drivers. Like NASCAR drivers, as I recall, like Johnny had like these dark, rich forest green gerbos, oh. and like just a, a like seamlessly matching color shirt tucked <laughs> in, matching color belt, oh, and God. with like the big like gerbo logo in the front. And then I think I had. Like baggy tuck-in? Is this the year we're oh, talking yeah. about? I believe I had a pair of gerbos. Speaking of Michelle, they were striped vertically from, from, from waist to cuff. Oh. Black, light blue, black, teal, and mauve. You look sound like you dress like one of the characters from Big Bang Theory. Doesn't one of those guys have right. like and then kooky pants all the time? To top it off, a mauve short sleeve button all the way to the top, which is in now, by the way, believe it With or not. With a collar? With a collar, silk shirt. Ooh. Tucked and then untucked a little bit. A little bit. bag? A little bag. Exactly. Bruno, uh, Johnny might have had a, had a little bag. But when we say that, by the way... Our friend John, we called him Verno growing up, and I From I, by I go back to say Johnny because I don't know if he's <laughs> he'll be if offended that's, if, if that's we call okay him Verno or not. It was fine when we did it then, but he's an adult man now. Yeah, <laughs> that we tell these horrible <laughs> stories about. <laughs> At least we can just call him by his name, <laughs> right? The the least we can give him is because he had to 
he was brought in by Michelle, me. Right, yeah. I sucked him in. <laughs> so I offered him a sweet hot coffee at the end of church and said, "You want to you want to know where you can you, you want to model some clothes you for look me? Cool for school? <laughs> Will you dunk for me, monster?" <laughs> um. Anyway, so we had this outfit, and then the next day, uh, the, the did next you guys get weekend, to keep those clothes? Get into it. Ooh. So, uh, so. I, I do think we tried to take the clothes with us, and they're like, hey, urchins, <laughs> leave those here. You come put them back on for the show. Um, so we went back, and, I, and all it was is like simple. They put on some shitty music mm-hmm. and some shitty clerk there. Again, yeah. in our minds, this was this was, this was this is an agent. This is Vienna, baby. Yeah. Where, did they, where did they have the fashion show? Milan. Milan, yeah. yeah Vienna. This is our Vienna, Viennese <laughs> fashion Sounds show. Sounds very Viennese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> street urchins and you hand me down clothes. You owe, if you this th- yeah, it's Viennese in the sense of if you were using an edit in like a gummo esque TV show, you would have a camera tight on a on a case of Vienna sausages, <laughs> and as you open the lid, the camera would zoom in yeah. and you would see this <laughs> right, display. Yeah, um, yeah it's it's Vienna, North Dakota. Yeah, exactly. Right next to Minot. Um, <laughs> So the fashion show's going on, you know, all these shitty people at Herbergers are probably like, they're either thinking two things, the way I think. Mm-hmm. Fuck this. Uh, I, I got to do this. I already got a shitty job. Now I got to do this shitty stuff at my shitty yeah. job. Or two, well, all I do, I, I'm like Henning, I punch my clock. Yeah. At least I'm doing something different between this yeah. hour and this hour. And what is it? Oh, it's announcing a little boy's fashion show? You got it. Got it. Done. I'm still leaving at five. <laughs> exactly. As long as I don't have to lift an extra finger and I'm not staying an extra minute late. I'm not chasing choppers. Here comes Johnny yeah. in his dark greens. <laughs> There's something horrified about that. Oh, they got the stripper announcer Anyways, from the South Fork? to Johnny's credit, he was thinking on a different level. You know why? Next level shit? He's thinking choreography, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> if only there was a video. So the way I think it is is because they snuck us in. They Did only- Johnny tell Jack about this? Because I feel like this is something that Jack would not approve of. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm sure no one approved of this. Johnny I'm got sure, the strap for this. Again, I'm sure we didn't get a ride to the mall. I'm sure we had to walk yeah. because no one could know these things. <laughs> In fact, I'm sure we had to walk, and I had stolen yet again a check out of my parents' checkbook oh, to forge God. for the clothes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, so I think because they wedged us in here and they just didn't consider us two separate human beings, but yeah. just one merged mollusk. <laughs> Mo- mollusk, yes. <laughs> Works mollusk. So the way it worked is they already had their plan. So one person walks up, the, the creepy guy does his announcement. Here comes Danny T looking pretty <laughs> in his forest green jabos. Exactly. But Johnny and I, we were in the end. So we went up the catwalk together. As you know, a oh, catwalk God. goes out like a yeah. T and splits. So they're like, you two just just go, just go together. It's getting really close to five o'clock. And the <laughs> yeah. announcer is like, I told you I'm leaving at five. You know. So they send us down, but Johnny's already worked it out. We go down. We, we've made our way to the center of the catwalk. We're moving, yeah. baby. We're moving and grooving. Yeah. The first day of school is looking pretty sweet. Oh, the end of that is your success. Yes, exactly. The future. So we separate. We go to each side. He goes yeah. stage left. I go stage right. Do a little mugging on the end. Uh, yeah, why Here's not? Here's where You're Johnny there. comes in. We meet back in the center. Spin move? Spin move. Yes. High five. <laughs> 
grab the arms, high five to pull it down to a, what would you call that? A fist? Uh, like a pump? You guys pump it? With yeah. A double pump? Oh, boy. Arms back up, turn around, back. Oh, so he's got God. it down. He's yeah. probably rehearsed it. He's I don't have it. it down. Of course not. I do a spin, kind of, I think our shoulders kind of hit. So <laughs> right off the bat is bad. Go for a high five. I grab his wrist. You get, get all wrist. Yeah. I got all wrist. Pull it down like I'm milking a goddamn cow. <laughs> Hands up. <laughs> we kind of trip our way back. And I don't know if this is because we didn't do a satisfactory job. You know what we got for our clothing? Oh, 10% off. <laughs> so you know what that meant? Well, we couldn't afford you know. any of it. So I think we each got to pick one item. Sheepishly take <laughs> He got the pants and I got the shirt, I think. <laughs> And that was our, um, oh, that was our again back to just fashion. Just peel show. those clothes off. Then that... we then we went back to Kaminsky Park yeah. with our dog whistles, him wearing no pants, me wearing no <laughs> shirts, <laughs> and made some phone calls to no one. Hey Johnny, I got that girl on the phone. You're like, uh huh, uh huh. I am oh. dog. Careful, dogs are on the way. <laughs> Jesus, the, yeah, I would. I mean. If that image, if that, mm-hmm. like, you know me, you know Johnny, mm-hmm. but if you didn't know any of that and that just peppered into a dream and you woke up and you remembered that portion yeah. of the dream, you'd splash cold water on your face. Yeah, like, you're, you're like, go, where the Phew. fuck did this terrible <laughs> thing come from? And that's that's the existence. That's why that all probably, this probably all does exist in one of yeah. those dog whistling dogs' brains. Yeah. We just hope it doesn't wake up from that dog whistle. Oh, God, it just... Not to add one more thing, but all I can think about is that show in betweeners. <laughs> yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, no, if no one's seen it, go watch it. It's just about scummy kids in high school. Yeah, go live in holy hell. Yeah, live in it, and then and cleanse then go your palate. Take yourself out with the little. And remember just how scummy you were when you were in high school, because that's all it reminds me of. I was like, oh god, I did shit like that. Oh yeah, it's hard, it's hard to go back to. It's hard to go back to. Um, which is why I'll never go to a high school reunion. Ever. Have you never. ever been to one? No. Me neither. Never. Uh, I'm putting it. Blood Oath will never, ever. No Now, way. if you go back. Unless I'm the guest of honor. <laughs> will you go back as a guest of honor? <laughs> well, if they ask. Because I don't think so. Because I have that much I ego. if you. No. I, I he, doubt it. I, I even have more ego because there's where I'm going with it. Which also means I've lived this. You gotta out. pay for my. Flight. I've lived this out in my gumbo <laughs> this is head. It's a scenario. So that if I we want to talk about borderline personality disorders and ego, here's where I'm at. You get invited back as guest of honor. It's only to assassinate you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking. So never go a, back. It's a honey never trap. Never go back. They yep. want me to come back and then. Every, and you got people out there. Every by person the way. I wronged is going there. Is There's there people waiting? you've wronged. I know there is. There's. And there's a guy petting a mannequin in a closet right now yes. with your likeness drawn on it. With scimitar sideburns. Exactly. And a fucking goatee, probably. There's a guy that has my face on his spittoon. <laughs> all right? So I know. I know. I, and, there, and for all of those people that I know I've wronged, my amends, by the way, all of those people that I know I've wronged, there's hundreds out that there. I've- I know that of, I made don't, a fool of. and they know, <laughs> they know all too well. Because I have my list for all of those fist fights I didn't get in. I have <laughs> really made people in parties and in groups of people 
We didn't get into a fight because I just humiliated them exactly. in front of people and <laughs> women and people they like. And their families. And they shrink away exactly. and I'm sure they buried it deep. Yeah, yeah. My name has not been crossed off any of those lists. It's been written two or three times. Yeah, double. Double double boxes next to it to check. Yeah, overkill. <laughs> overkill. And they're never going to catch them because overkill usually means friend or family. But I don't even remember these people. Well, this guy really, this has got to be a wife or a kid. It's funny. I have one story that is like that because in my head. So I was back in Watertown for my baby brother Jesse's wedding. And uh, they had the, we had the wedding and then we had the dinner and the dance um, downtown. And then people were like, oh, we're going to go because his wife has a bunch of friends who work, work at this bar called Shooters. Mm-hmm. And it has the name Shooters. I wonder why. Um, and it's like the hot spot in Watertown. Like they have a DJs and they play club music and like, that's where all the young kids go to sneak into. So it's like a How spot much for a bud, two bucks or something. It's trouble. That is trouble. It's a fun space. It's trouble though, but trouble comes looking for you. And I knew that. <laughs> yeah. So we'd all had uh, some, something to drink at the wedding and we were at the night was winding down because bars close early in Watertown. So winding down and I was like, Oh, I'm going to get, a round of drinks for me, my parents, and Ashley. <clears throat> so I'm up at the bar, and I'm like, oh, hey, can I get, you know, X, Y, and Z, and then I get Was a- that, wait, was Ashley allowed to drink? She wasn't on probation? Proby? <laughs> just going to fucking tell you. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> I get, I'm at the bar, and I just get a two-finger on the shoulder, and I'm like, uh, what? I'm here. Hey, Casey. And I turn around. And see the face of a fucking stranger. Oh, no, no, no. Like, how's it going? Good, man, good. And my brain's just going... <laughs> like, oh, over time, like... Da, 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 like, just like... Well, you're a bartender. That happens to you. Not yeah. in a different way, but like customers that are like, yes. Hey, Case, how you doing, man? I'll have the usual. And you go, fuck. I know the face. I know I serve I'm them like, every uh, week, but it's not coming to me. And he's just like, how you doing? It's been a real long time. And I was like, it has been an extremely long time. I'm trying to like, I don't know who this fucking person is. And he's like, that's cool, Casey. It has been a long time. Yeah, I I see your brother all the time and he's talking. And I'm trying desperately to remember who this fucking person is. And as... And now you're beyond saying like... I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah. I've beyond... I totally Larry David did it. I was like, I think play this off. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Doesn't work. And the more he gives me info, I can see like he's drunk. Oh boy! And in his, I can see his. I can see the turn. You're gonna on the Terminator scan. Uh, I can see the turn in his face. That his turn realizing you don't realize. Yeah, recognize, he oh, is slowly no, 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 no. getting to the point where he's like, "You don't remember me." He didn't say that, did he? Yeah. Oh. And I was like. Because now his eyes went from like, don't be happy, remember me, to like, the fact that I don't remember him is now like. It's an insult. I have spent all these years remembering you and fucking shoestring tackle, like just somewhere deep down. I was like, Corey? (laughs) He's like, yeah, man. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then I was like, okay, 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 okay. He's like, yeah, I work at the post office now. And I was like, it's been a long time since we. And then I I remembered enough. I put so much detail in it. So so I could be like, of course I remember you. 
I remember we used to play football in this person's backyard and like blah 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 and listed like two or three people there as like character witnesses in the memory. <laughs> Like, I went way too much information oh, just so I'd be like, good to see you. I never forgot you, by the way. Never forgot your face, bro. But it was like. Uh, I wonder what the. And then it was just, see you later. I was like. Get, Can I buy you a bud? Yeah, exactly. What happens, I wonder. My mind's going, what happens when you don't remember him? He gets angry. I could see it in his eye. That was the thing. I could see it in his eyes. His eyes immediately, like, and it's from being a bartender. Well, like, that's not fair. You can see that turn in somebody. He was drunk, and it was a jolly drunk, and then I could see he was aggravated, and it was in his eyes. I could see he was getting angry, or about to get angry. Like, it was sure. slowly, like... I don't give a shit. Well... I don't give a shit. I was just going to say, I don't give a shit when people don't remember who I am. I, I prefer but if they don't. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I love grave. when a regular or someone from the restaurant doesn't remember me, and I'm like, oh, good. Oh, Scott Free. But what, I mean, but aren't there some, there's some friends of ours in the entertainment world that uh, for like a stretch of three years, we saw them every other day Yeah, that didn't remember you? Did that wear on you? It did right away, and then I went, I don't like you. Like, you yeah, know what that's I mean? a good point. Like, it's you, not that you don't remember me. It's just like, oh, you're not, you, a, you take not, the, it, not a good Yeah, it, it becomes less like, oh, man, I guess my comedy isn't good enough. I get like, because you want to be funny enough that people are like, fuck, you're that guy. You're right. the guy that did this. That's right. funny. Like At first, you take, you take it as a slight because you're like, oh, man, I guess I'm not really... And then it got to be comedic how That's much they going, pretended yeah. to like, I was like, motherfucker, you know who I am. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I was, I, I, we talked one hour ago. Yes. And no, and, and I was just like, you're not worth it. You <laughs> yeah. never were. But that's in their, in, in their defense, who the fuck remembers? Like there's, there should only. You just shouldn't be – there's this weird social contract that you're obligated to remember people. That's bullshit because our brains all work differently, especially if there's a geographic or like a – I don't remember. I was looking at – somebody posted uh, – I think it's like our first grade class picture with everybody's mm -hmm. picture. I remembered me and Tyler. Yeah. That was it. And their names were under there. Yeah. I don't think I went to that school. No, I agree. Like I don't – it doesn't bother me like – it bothers me if you pretend like we never met before ever. Right. Because I may not remember your name, right. but if I meet somebody, I can remember where I met you or what we were doing. If it was at a party, I'd be mm. like, oh, we met at Hans's birthday party. Yes. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I work with Hans. Like, I do that. How are you at – I'm getting better at this because I'm just – I've given in to the fact that my memory with names, faces, I'm always good, but I names will never. I know never. if I've met somebody. Are I you, recognize faces. How yes. are you getting at, I'm getting much better at, please remind me of your name. <laughs> because I've lived an, almost an entire life of fucking I've committed, trying to pull that game. I've committed to Larry David, Larry <laughs> yeah, Daviding it. I exactly. Never, it got it, it's so bad like there there's a bar in our neighborhood and Ashley and I will go and Ashley is like you and I she would prefer 
to be forgot. <laughs> right. Especially when it comes to like bartender or just people you meet in New York. She would like to just remain anonymous. Sure. So we were at this bar and we like going because we're not, we go not, you know, enough to where we would be regulars, but we like the fact that no one recognizes us because then you don't have to go through all the bullshit of like, hey, small talk, hey, yeah. how are you doing? How is exactly. your cat? Like, I don't want, I don't like doing that as a bartender. I don't, and you like, don't like receiving it as a bartender. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, take, it, I don't yeah. take offense if you just serve me my drink and exactly. ask me how things are doing, you go away. There's there's a certain breed that do take offense with that oh, little yeah, small talk. So we were at <laughs> this bar that we go to, and this it was it wasn't a bartender we recognize, and uh, she was like, oh, it had just opened, and so she was like, oh, I'm filling in, and we're like, oh, cool, cool, seems like a cool spot, so we'll take. Um, we're like, oh, cool, we're never gonna see her again, and she she smoked, so we were out, and Ashley was smoking, we were talk, and we gave her our names, and we we're like, whatever, forget about it. So we forgot about her, come back. Later, and she's like, she's like, hey, Ashley, to meet Ash. And I was like, uh, and she was like, Casey, how you doing? To point at Ashley, and we both just went, eh, it's not worth it. <laughs> like, <we just laughs> went, it's not worth our time to correct her because we don't care enough. Wait a minute. She called you Ash? Yeah. And her Casey? Yeah. I guess it does and we work. Didn't, we didn't. Oh, never. Fuck. We didn't. Yeah. We were like, whatever. Cool. We got her mm-hmm. drinks, chatted with her. She went away, blah, blah, blah. Turns out she kept working there. Yeah. So it got to the point where she, yes, yes, we yes, just, yes. we had blown the past the point in, in etiquette where we could correct her. Cause mm-hmm. she'd be like, you fucking dickheads. Why didn't you correct me? <laughs> right. You've, you've been, I've been calling you the wrong name for months. Yeah. So we just fully committed when we were talking to her. It's like, I must, I don't, it felt like it was obvious Ash would be like, oh, Ash was at work yesterday. I'd be like, oh, Casey. And just like <laughs> yeah. so over the top about it because we had to keep reminding ourselves. And then, of course, it turns out she like likes comic books. Oh, God. So then we were like, she was like, oh, I'd love to see one of your comic books, Ash. And none of the comic books says Ashley. It just says Casey. <laughs> I love that you're an Ash. <laughs> so it just, just got, it was just like, well. Then you just then you just leave it in God's hands. Give her the comic, yeah. and then she'll go. Those scumbags. But at least you're not yeah, face to face. I have been Tom to one of my customers for two years. A customer at my bar that comes in two, three times mm-hmm. a week. To the point, Tom, Tom. That's when Tommy boy, how you doing, Tommy? I love. Hey, how are you? To the point where, like, and he's like a good guy. He's a Wall Streety guy. Yeah, but he's. Got a good heart. There's something deep. Yeah. Like he's one of the, he's like uh, our buddy Chris, who's like rough, but yeah, he'll yeah. do anything for you. Sure. Yeah. So I'm Tom. So he goes, Tommy boy, give me your number, brother. I want to call you next time I got a uh, an extra Yankee ticket. Oh, you geez. got it. <laughs> I have to give my fucking number. T O M. Oh Jesus. So now I'm Tom in his phone. So now his name is his name. I am your Tom. name is Tom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's you're the like lie. A, you're like at the CIA. And he's in all the time, and people call me Hans all the time. That's happened to but me. People Hans call me Ka- a- Corey, Casey, yeah. or Corey, or like, and Carrie, and I don't correct them. And it's always someone at the bar who's like, I think I take some sort of pleasure out of it. Because the people who call you out by name are just weird, blustery people. Mm. Like, Good you just point. need to say hello and how yeah. are you and just remember enough about them. If you remember their drink, the people are like, hey, I'm always good with hey, Carrie, how you doing? And I love when someone's like, his name's not Carrie, it's Casey. And he's like, 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, you drunk piece of shit. I didn't care enough about you to correct you. <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing about names. Like I, I was having somebody was saying like somebody called me Hansi boy, as people tend to do, because yeah. Hans is a weird name. It yeah. does sound like Tom, if not said right, because yeah. the the vowel and the like the S, if it's hard or soft at the end, maybe Tom or Don. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Or or it's easier, it has more of a role if it's Hansi boy. Yeah. It sounds a little juvenile and this or that, but it's also I'm a bartender, which it can be a little juvenile. Doesn't right. matter. You're hey, Hansi the, boy. You're the world's And somebody heard child, that and they were yeah. like, if somebody called me that, I would correct that. And I was like, who the fuck are you? Like, I don't. Susie Q? Yeah. I don't know. I do think highly of myself, but not enough to give a fuck if some idiot calls me Casey, baby. Casey, boy. I, uh, here's Ugh. how highly I think of my thought of myself. Can't give yourself a nickname, by the way. Just no. doesn't work. Just doesn't Only work. in yeah. a perfect world. I was telling Verno if it was a per- I was telling Johnny. Because <laughs> he didn't was, give himself the nickname Verno. No, sir. I was telling Johnny. It's not like a racial thing. It's not uh, like. He was asking me something about doing something. I said, yeah, well, if it was a perfect world, I'd be wearing a gas mask in Al Bundy's <laughs> garage. <laughs> oh, that fell flat. <laughs> if it were a perfect world, I'd be hanging out with Al Bundy. Let's just put it that way. And my name would be Hansi Boy. Hansi Boy and Bundy Man. You'd um, be the neighbor on the other side. <laughs> worse than Steve? Well, you, you, can't cool live in, you can't live in Steve's house. With Darcy, the lesbian? I mean, he, you, there, there's another house. You never saw the neighbor on the other side. It was only Steve the and Darcy. The neighbor on the Steve. other side was always the, the black guy he was hanging out with. I thought he worked with that guy. The, the shoe, shoe shop. Yeah. Oh. You never saw the other neighbor. That was you. <laughs> I don't think. Living alone as a, a squatter. See, the thing about uh, Married with Children World is there was just those two houses but you never saw outside because outside was like Beetlejuice. It was just those sand snakes <laughs> running around. In one craggy path that leads to the fucking shoe store. And it was a sand snake with a big uh, red uh, bouffant <laughs> hair and uh, tight teal tights on. Um, oh, the nickname, nickname I tried real to wrap it up in, <laughs> um, in under two hours, which we can't do because it's over two hours. The nickname I tried to give myself in, I was going to say middle school to make myself feel better. Yeah. It's probably high school. Was <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go middle, but it's probably senior year. <laughs> it was. I was probably in. Uh, I was probably 25. Was <laughs> da Hans. Da Hans. Do you know why? D A D A Hans Hans. No. Because if I were walking towards you, what would you say? Hey Hans. Oh, Da Hans is coming. <laughs> wow, there's so many layers. That's so complex. A nickname shouldn't be like putting together IKEA furniture. Like they're... it's a puzzle box. <laughs> you open up that, you get the real Hans, which is a Cenobite. A Cenobite, which is a fat worm wearing with sunglasses, wearing that designer fucking clothes. Designer clothes, Michelle Speedo underneath, Cenobitey sunglasses on. Um... Boom, boom. Live next to El Bundy. So let's see. We gave out some homework. Yes, we, for everyone. We apologize again to Henning for putting one out under the sly on yeah. him. Oh, well. But he's on his R&R. He's having R&R. He's doing well. And maybe even I can edit him in. Oh, God. Put him, uh, that's an hour. <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking, 
So I set up. To, can we wrap it up? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, I was thinking. So we don't have Henning here to say that's an hour. We had Ash was on mm-hmm. uh, the last episode. She was playing Shadowrun with us. It's cool. So I we're we're actually recording. We normally record at Hen Studios. We're at DeHans's place. DeHans's right studios. Um, so I set up a third mic because uh, uh, Meg was here. I was like, oh, Meg can sit on and talk. I was like, Meg, do you want to sit down? You, obviously not for the whole, but sit, say something. So I've had a third mic on the whole time. Yeah. And so, Meg, do you want to wrap it up? She's not there because not only <laughs> does she not listen to the podcast, a one iota. The, the moment she, we started, she ran out of here like the room was on fire. <laughs> she didn't even kiss me. And she <laughs> forgot her socks she was leaving so quickly. Exactly. So that's just about, uh, that's... Um, that's how much she respects what I do. Respect <laughs> what I do. Respect And that's me. about how much respect she should respect for a guy that... She doesn't even remember your name. She doesn't remember my name, but yet when she's feeling it at night and she wants me to pull out those jerbos, <laughs> who complies? Huh? Walk for me, DeHaunts. <laughs> the right. catwalk awaits. Walk for me, DeHaunts. <laughs> All right. Uh, watch Holy Hell, I guess. Oh, we will. We will. All right. Oh yeah, you're in. You're in for a treat too. I am. All right. Well, that's an hour. Yep. Yeah. You got to Usually, I like to. I like to end it with that's an hour, and then somebody someone says something. Says something. Walk, <laughs> dunk for me, you monster. <laughs> jerk practice. Jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Jerk practice. Game Let's do it. All right. Cue the John Carpenter. Okay. So we find ourselves in Tacoma, Washington, home of Tacoma Park. Outside, you can. It's not much of a park, that's true. Wait, let me give some credit first to Kadim Nasir. Mm. I only use broad strokes. He sounds like an elf. So Tacoma had a park. Who knew? Not much of a park, true. That old Tacoma aroma. Heavy metals, petrochemicals, and a rich soup of carcinogens permeate the air and the sparse trees look sickly. Fat little tenement blocks surround the little park on all sides, except the south side, where a finger of the Puget Sound laps turgidly at its banks. Where's the Puget Sound? Uh, it's on the, the Pacific. big body of water that Seattle and Tacoma are on. We are in Tacoma. All right. <laughs> Which on the map is where? What what territory is it? Um, we're in the, that weird. Are we in? Uh, Part of Canada states? No, we're going to be in the Salish She Council. Ooh, Salish Shitty Council. (laughs) (laughs) Pronounced like a true Midwesterner. Sell shitty, shitty? Yeah, fine. You're in Grunge Town, baby. All right, Nirvana City? Yeah. You're in, uh, think like uh, 80s gangsters on the street. Think of like Dark Knight Returns. Oh, uh, got you. Devo glasses, Pearl Jam, yeah, yeah, spikes, lots of uh, plaids. The top, it's a, it's a, the top knot gang from Watchmen. Bingo. Anyways, 
where a finger of the Puget, sa- Puget Sound laps turgidly at its banks. He's a good writer. But it ain't such a bad place for a meet, after all. It looks like the city has given up trying to keep this area under surveillance. A uh, gratified pole that once sported the last security camera is now headless, and it looks like it was taken down some time ago. People around here don't like being watched. But watched is what you are. So, a few gangers are loitering around the entrance to a stuffer shack on the far side of the park. Gentlemen, you can see the park right here. Let me give a quick description. This is our map that will be going on. And gentlemen, you are right outside here. And lady. Gentlemen and Nick Arizona. Sorry. (laughs) My fault. Nicole Arizona? Short for Nicole. Um, so did you re- listen to my backstory at all? I named it after Duke Nick. He's a hipster. He was giving you. He half was, attention. yeah. He was on his yeah, iPod. Yeah, no, I care. About, how are you doing? Okay, here's what he was I'm playing doing. the new Simpsons game on the newest yeah, right. iPhone. Future Simps. iPhone forty-eight. <laughs> right. se- Simpson season seven hundred. <laughs> I can I can go into my own. So, you guys find yourself in a bar, a stuffer shack. That's what we call a bar. Trolley, Grizz. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're at the bar having some... Synthahol? Synthahol. But you're broke. One liter of Synthahol costs 10 yen. Uh-huh. And you only have... 9 yen? 9 yen. <laughs> nine you're broke. Yen? All you need to know is you're broke. Nick Arizona, sitting at a table by yourself, having <laughs> some future nachos. Looking around suspiciously, <laughs> keeping eyes. She, coming from the background she did, she's suspicious of everyone. And she's wondering if anybody else found themselves in this bar on this, um, through this unidentified message she found in the Matrix. Have I been drinking Synthahol? Am I a little sauced? You're sauced. Okay. You're sauced and you're getting nervous because you're running a tab that you're asking. Right, and I need to need to get a shower run to pay for this shit. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> or I gotta knock but somebody out. you're confident. See, you and Nick Arizona crossed paths before and she knows how much of a dirtbag you are. So when she's sitting in the corner in the shadows... She recognizes you, but you don't see her because you're too focused on the shadow run. That's not only going to help you pay for this bar tab. You're dreaming and scheming that one day you're going to run this goddamn bar. So I'm Norm? Because you got a, a big norm? shadow run. Yeah, you're a <laughs> trolley Norm, and you're being watched by a, by a human-y Nicky. Sam Malone? You're being watched in the corners. And what, th- and what Nick Arizona is thinking is why is there another shadow runner in this bar? Somebody's trying to weasel in on my juice. Or is someone trying to set both of us up? Maybe that's what you're thinking. Maybe that is what I'm thinking. So, hold on. I have a question. Nick Arizona received... Roll for it. No, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Roll for your question. (laughs) Received a cryptic message in the Uh Matrix. Yep. How that happened. A cryptic message was put out in the Matrix. And those shadow runners that are so inclined, either that need money or that need adventure, jumped on it. Got it. And that's how you find yourself at this bar. And as you're in this bar... So it's like one of those Craigslist ads. You're like, I don't know if this is sex or if this is a bartending job. It's floating around that there's a possible job. And the way that works is if there's a possible job, it says be at this place this time if you can decode it. Uh Human smart enough to code it. 
she's wondering if Grizz is smart enough to I may, I just it, lucked in here. he just might be there. Yeah. But Grizz does know because somebody, Cause I he, beat, beat it, he beat it out of someone. Gotcha. And he's sitting there hoping for the shadow run. So people assume that I'm just a, that just shuffled in the. Well, you look it, you yeah. smell it. The aroma is yeah. acrid, gotcha. not just because of the petrochemicals. But you're giving off some of your own petrochemicals out of those denim jeans we already talked about. You're entranced in the filthy bartender you're hoping about taking home. Got you. And your synth hall. But Nick Arizona's looking around. And are, we she, sh- are we supposed to be meeting a Mr. Johnson here? Possibly. Okay. You're looking around, and what you see is a dirty decker over the by the jukebox. shiny arm. Hipster And you decker. recognize... A uh, dragon tattoo that's blazing <laughs> on him. Where's that tattoo again? All over. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. But it's it's strange because it looks like he's tried to kind of touch it up a little bit so it doesn't look so much like a dragon, but you know that tattoo. It's that millionaire Decker who might be invading your job as well. He doesn't need the and money. he doesn't need the money. So he's just what after. Am I doing? So Thrill. either... He, maybe it's a job that he's brought about. Maybe he's the Johnson, or maybe not. Maybe I just like hanging out in shadow running bars. Maybe yeah, you like to, to live I'm, the low life, despite I'm being into in the, the high life. So a waiter comes over to you. Okay. Says, um, "Can I get you anything else?" And you say, "I'll have one more drink, and I'll send one to the guy in the dragon tattoo as well." Ooh. All right. See what the waiter has to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the weeds or <laughs> rolling for business. We 86 to drinks yeah. tonight. <laughs> no, no, no. I won't roll. I'll, I'll go with that. The waiter says, You got it. Uh, and slowly makes the, the credit the universal shift with his hands. The universal. Credit. Maybe I'll give that guy a drink. Maybe I won't. But it's your job. All right. So I give him an extra five yen. Grease the palms. So he goes over, goes over to the decker, approaches you, says, Hey, the young lady in the back corner wants to buy you this drink. Sets it down in front of you, and then starts to walk away. I say, ooh, she looks cool. I'll definitely take this drink and enjoy it. I look at you, not provocatively sexually, but I clearly want you to come over to the table. Okay. He mistakes the signal, thinks it's sexy. <laughs> can, roll, can we roll for signal? We can, we, we can roll for anything. I guess I'm still setting the scene. So, uh, Zenith, you start. You you catch the signal. No roll needed. It's you not guys so much that he job. gets the signal. He's just eager to be paid attention to by anybody in this bar. He's a nerd. He's he a nerd. Over. Yeah. And you know who can smell nerds more than anything? Because <laughs> I'm fucking The Grizz thirsty. at the bar. And now he's noticing something going on. Does he bump me? On. Is this what's happening? How does he get my Henning attention? makes his way over. And as he does so, he accidentally catches... Zanith. Uh, sorry, Zanith. You make your way over to Nick. And as you do so, you accidentally catch one of your Decker wires on one of Grizz's clash buttons. Vintage clash buttons on his jean <laughs> these jacket. Are, these are fucking way vintage. This be- these belong in a museum. Grizz. The white snake era. Reacts. Now, will he react calmly or... A couple synthahols in me. He's got some synthahols in me. <laughs> he turns. He says... Hey, buddy. He says, hey, what? buddy. Hey, watch, my, 
watch where you're walking. Or just growl at him. He stands up. Now he's growling in your face. You're nervous. He's a lot bigger. He's older. You're feeling nervous. Nick is watching. So do I have to roll to recognize him? Is that what I'm trying to do? Uh, you're, you guys are just, you guys are in locked right now. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. No, you could roll to recognize, but we're not there yet. Okay. Nick is watching, and in fact, she's not intervening because she's thinking maybe my competition's going to take each other out right now. Well, actually, I want to see how this plays out because I know that I need him. I, may, I might need you. You but I don't might. know yet, so I want to know what happens. <laughs> I'm going to get but, kicked off the shadow run immediately. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. If if it starts going south for Hipster Kid, who I don't know the name of, but I recognize him, I'm going to intervene on his behalf and convince you to get off of him. Well, I shouldn't. So we I could join know forces. Yet, so do we know each as other? You're, as you're about to get up, I shouldn't know what's in your head yet. Ashley. As you're about to as you're about to get up, the door swings open. And in comes a guy. Leather vest, tight leather little shorts. Got my attention. Goldie buckles Goldie buckles <laughs> on his shoes. Man after my own heart. He sees the incident between you two. And he goes, <laughs> You guys stop. You look at him. He slickly looks over to Nick. Uh, Rivers, Nick, Nick, <laughs> Arizona. Nick, he looks over to NA, Narcotics Anonymous. He looks over to Arizona. He just points at you. He puts his finger up in the air. He's, he's got greasy fingers with yellowy nails, and he directs you to follow him. He again, he's gruff with Grizz and Zaneth. He signals for you two to come as well, and then he walks out the door. You're all standing. Speechless. Glad he came in and defused the situation. Can I shove Henning out the door? He comes. I... He comes back in the door. No. He goes <laughs> <laughs> and beckons you again. Oh, so if, yes, follow. I walk follow. over to Grizz and Zaneth, and I say, cool. "You go first. Let's roll for some recognition." Do what I know think? these guys already, or no? No. You know you me. You guys are all in the bar. You recognize him. He's a few synths in. Got it. I got what I'm rolling. My intelligence is very low. The wind, the wind, the wind opens the door. And you guys happen, and it holds the door open, and you look out, and you see this guy sitting alone on a bench with room for three, and he's kind of seductively patting the bench like a come hither. Different guy? Same guy. So he's come in twice now, told you guys to follow him. Now the wind has opened the door, and he's sitting patting this wooden bench seductively like, come, sit. All right, I think we should go sit. I sit immediately because I sit next to him because I want to be close to the action. So you leave. Casey, uh... Am I allowed to leave? Chris, you're about to leave, and you feel a hard hand on your shoulder turns you around real quick and says, Hey, pal, you owe 20 yen. No, 20... You owe 200 yen. You're a few cents in. I'm going to give him a hard shove and tell him put it on my tab. All right. Bouncer's going to come back to you. Give me a... Let's roll. What's your combat? What would I look for? Strength? All right. He's just a bouncer. combat, I have six. You have six? Yeah. Roll. Let's see what happens. Just a dirty bouncer. 
He's rolling. Oh, shit. What do you got? How many sixes, how many fives? Uh, two fives, one six, two threes. Those don't matter. Three, two, I have one three, five. Three, you shove the bouncer, <laughs> so and he's had a few synths himself, <laughs> and he trips over on his own ankle. You hear a pop, and you've actually broken this guy's ankle, and now everybody is looking around like, like what's happened? Everybody's scared. Everybody's up in a panic. And the bartender says, Hey, you broke your leg. And you point at them. And you just cross your neck like they're next. And you turgidly go <laughs> door. And you walk out the door. Nick Arizona kicks the bouncer. That's for that extra five. And follows you. And she says, Sounds about the same. And the door closes. You guys, you, you, uh, Grizz and Nick, you see that Zanith is sitting out by the Johnson, and they've been talking. They get quiet when you get back. When They get quiet when you go stand there. All right. Hey, you owe that bouncer an apology. Hope that put a note in there. <laughs> he deserved it. You two sit. And this, as it turns out, is your Johnson. He's a, he's younger, got sandy blonde hair. Nick, Arizona, <laughs> thinks he's pretty dreamy. He's got he's about five nine. Blue hair. Told you about his leather. He introduces himself. He says, "Hey, I'm Keith Summers. I'm your Johnson." <laughs> and he says hey do you know about the Tacoma Technical uh, Technical Institute do you know about the Tacoma factory that we're outside right now can you smell it and then Tacoma he makes a joke can you smell it over Grizz's breath <laughs> I'm gonna blow up the shell I'm flirting so I laugh <laughs> um he says I know you know about its shadow run <laughs> But I'm here to tell you the specs. It's simple. All I need you to do is to make your way into the Shiwanese plant. Take this. Pulls out a vial. Take this blood sample and switch it with my wife's (laughs) Eileen's. I need you to do that in the next 24 hours before they send her sample out for testing. After he says that, you see him look away, grab his ear. And then look back at you. He says, Don't worry. Only us four know about this mission. And your employer. So it's... Five uh, people? Only or five. more? Only, he says... It's only five. And then he goes back and, tu- and, then he goes back and touches his ear again. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he turns back to you. And he says, Hey, don't ask anything about the blood, alright? Just switch that blood for this blood. But don't touch the blood. Can I? My, can I intimidate <laughs> him? Physically intimidate him? You can try. With a hard handshake. 
I need to keep physi- I got five. I'm rolling five for intimidation. You have a five on intimidation? Let me check out Keith Summers. I want some answers. I don't yeah, even want to get him. He seems a bit sketchy, huh? I don't when know he why. he says, yeah. it's the four of us, and then touches his ear, I need some more info. You got intimidation? Did you roll? Not yet. All right, I'm rolling. Six. <coughs> Three threes and a two. Don't matter. just need that six, and I rolled a six. He goes, hey, you trying to intimidate me, troll? He's five nine, damn. You ain't got that on me. I know how to take down a drunken troll, and you're nothing but a drunk piece of shit troll. Now, you want this shadow run? I know you don't even have enough money to take care of that bar tab. Now sit down and shut up if you want to stay a part of this mission. And he winks at Nick Arizona. <laughs> Nick Arizona speaks. All due respect, sir, it doesn't take a troll. It doesn't take a human to understand that you're clearly talking to someone in your ear. Now you give it to us straight or we're not fragging going on this shadow run. Frag he, you. He holds on to his ear. And out comes Eileen, his wife, from the shadow, from the bushes. <laughs> he goes, she goes. All right, the jig is up. He takes the cyberware. He takes the hearing aid looking cyberware that's, that's, Inconspicuous. that's very yeah. large. <laughs> and it's very odd that you didn't see it. Takes it out of his ear and sets it down. And his wife comes out and says, look, here's the deal. We went to a party on the outskirts of Redmond about a month ago. There was like a few hundred people there. We were setting up the sound system for the party. The buses were playing a couple other cool bands. (laughs) (laughs) You know, lots of people. There was lots of synthahol, people injecting Nova, and somewhere... We kept it off the radar so the cops didn't come. But what happened is we got a little too high on cram. Alright? We got a little carried away, slipped away to have a little personal time, and we went in the wrong area. He points to a map that he's digitally opened on his lap. And you're like, ugh, it's a bad place for a map. Or I look closer. Yeah. And lean in more to examine the map. Of course. So, anyways, if it wasn't for the cram, they probably wouldn't have slipped on a broken bottle, a broken vial, a broken blood bottle vial. <laughs> so looking to make it in a blood factory? And as you hear this, you're thinking blood, vial, mission, and you kind of look a little closer at Eileen. You notice she's got like a dirty rash, she's kind of itching at herself. She's a little boily. Ugh. She's missing a, an entire thumbnail. So she's got like just that red scabby where the thumb should be. And you're going, I don't know. But she's got lipstick. She's, she's oh, yeah. done up. Anyways, here it comes. Eileen, she got sick a little after this party. And uh, we didn't think anything of it. But uh, the Canadian-American government came and asked for a blood sample. We didn't think much, but we gave it to him. Then we did our own sampling, and we found out the truth. So we need to get that blood sample back before it gets back to the government so Eileen can keep her credits, her job, and her livelihood. 
you accept your shadow run. <laughs> She's got the Vitus. She's got the Viv. Can we ask what she I... has? Henning, can you <laughs> swoon I, I, this I'd swoon this know. woman? What do you guys think? I mean, I'll take the shadow. I want to know how, how much, much money exactly. I got to know how much I'm going to get paid because this seems like more of a personal matter. I think we successfully shook him down a little bit. He's probably up in his what price. What are you shaking? What are you using? Come on, adept. What am I? Use your Chinese. What do you? What do you? What do you got? <laughs> For what? Uh, well, you're trying to see how much you get paid. You're probably gonna want to. Here's here's the deal. You can negotiate. You're gonna want to negotiate. Here's what I'm offering you: two thousand yen each. At this opportunity, I, mean, I see Grizzly's chops. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a million. What, that's ridiculous. I'll, I have 1,000, we'll say. We'll rewrite I that have 20,000, so you have to have more than me. Oh. So at least have 100,000. <laughs> Everything's expensive in this world. What if we need to but buy also, a car? you okay, got to buy meals. Tea for time, not in character. This is Ashley speaking. Zaneth just wants to be a part of it. So for him, I don't really think Thrilling. it's a ton about the money. So like... I think that two thousand for you, it doesn't matter. Eileen if coughs, <laughs> and a little bit hits Grizz. He, uh, wipes it off his jacket. <laughs> Can I intimidate the sick woman? Hold on, I'm it, uh, I'm rolling now. Um, what are you but rolling? But what am I rolling? You're rolling if you want to. You're gonna ask. I've offered you two thousand. Do you want to negotiate? Do you want to? Yeah, I'm negotiating. Because that's not enough for me. Go ahead. What are you rolling? What's I'm, your negotiation? Uh, Five? I have street etiquette. I don't think that applies now, but... I don't have negotiation. You have etiquette. No, does that work? I have etiquette. That's What's your etiquette? Who three. Has, who has the highest charisma? So roll three die. I have two charisma. I have three. I have three. Uh, oh, is that what you, we use for this? Charisma? I have three charisma. You can three try and be etiquette. charismatic oh, and get me to pay you more. Or we can do... Well, but... Other. My charisma's three, too. Other channels. Oh, hold on. Keep it at 56. Damn it. You got a five, though. You got a five. Yeah! Six. Ah! Oh. Henning, we need you. You know what? You're looking at me kind of funny. And I didn't like the amount of time you guys were just kind of whispering to each other. I'll offer you 1,500 yen. Take it or leave it. I'm still down. I'll I take love it. just being around. <coughs> I have Another cough on the case on the Grizz. I'm gonna kill this woman. So Nick Arizona <laughs> disrespecting me. I turn to both of you and I say, You guys need me in order to complete this mission and get this money. So the only way I'm gonna do it, because homeboy over here doesn't need the money. You split your earnings between the two of us. Absolutely. Then I'm it. So I'll we get an extra thousand on top of it. Keith Summers is watching you guys I'll negotiate, and he has a little something of his own towards. Uh, I don't like this Keith Summers. What was your whip? charisma three? Yeah. Keith Summers is thinking maybe he'll make this interesting for everybody, and since. Two five. Two five. Mm. You know what? I'm glad you're taking the job and I don't have to go into the Matrix and steal some of your credits to make you broke. Ooh! Oh. 
nice. You know I got a heavy chain in my pocket. Got that chain. You could try. I'm all over the Matrix. Let me see. Let's see. Eileen... She keeps coughing on me. Should we do something about this? Punch her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's give her a hard shove. Roll to see if you can successfully step two two paces back. She's doing it at me. (laughs) 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 You might want you want to you want to approach her about that. I do want to approach her about that. I'm gonna use my fucking city speak English, which is five. So I'm gonna throw some gang jive talk at her. Do they know city speak? Does she know city speak? Can I, like... Go for it. Let's find out if I can understand. Are we intimidating our client? No, I'm trying to fast talk her with city speak to see if she'll fucking cool it. How many are you rolling? With the cough. Five. Oh, I see. Why don't you just step away? I do things my way, baby. <laughs> she stepped closer now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... I can't abide! I can't abide by this. <laughs> The troll can't abide. Got a one five. Didn't get yeah, any. No fives. She says, "Look, I'm glad somebody acknowledged it. I'm sick. I'm very sick, and I got something to tell you. You think the virus was the black plague? It's nothing on what's happened to me, and it's nothing that what might happen to you. Now that I've coughed on your denim jacket, you have 24 hours." to get that blood sample, to possibly get it back to us, and then pray that an antidote is involved. I'm gonna give double-crossed. I don't think we have a choice. I know we don't have a choice. Someone's getting a fucking club to the head when we get back. All right. I'm gonna do it to fucking Keith. Keith. Caresses his wife. He's a desperate husband. Eileen's face and backs her away from Grizz because you can see Grizz is a little perturbed and extremely saucy. He caresses her. He kind of puts a scab back where he caressed and puts it back (laughs) over one of her wounds. Just stay in the bar. And they say, We'll see you in 24 hours. Here's the map. And they show you the map, and on the map, you see there's a main gate. Let me get into that. You guys have specifics on this. It's very important. Or wait, he's showing you the map, and he says it's... It's a good thing you have a decker along, because this is a hard facility to penetrate. One that's going to need a lot of intelligence, a lot more than a troll has. This guy might break his fucking leg when he did that. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Chris, I got this shit. It's important for you guys to know that though the facility seems long, uh, large, or seems small, that it could only take two minutes troll time to run around, it is heavily guarded. The entire perimeter is surrounded by a 15-foot electrified chain-link fence. Red rectangular warning signs are placed every 15 meters and bear an animated lightning bolt. For lightning. For shock, I mean. That'll shock you. (laughs) That'll strike a person and make them... uh, 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 Striking a person that then falls to the ground. In smaller, old-fashioned lettering, it reads, Notification of lethal countermeasures beyond this point. Extra National Territory Act of 2001. What happened in 2001, baby? Rumsfeld. Applies. Trespassers are not protected by United Canadian American States law. 
by the way. You're in Seattle Burg or Seattle Burg. All right. The turgid Puget. You should know that the fence does six points damage on contact. Uh, oh, this is this is information. Mm-hmm. Fence can do some damage, bitch. All right. And the poles what, are how tall apart. are you? I didn't give me a height. I'd let, or I didn't write it down. Yeah, how high was the fence again? Fifteen feet. So I can, I can throw you that far. <laughs> that's, that literally, that's what I was asking. Well, hold on. <laughs> Power to the fence is supplied from underground connectors controlled from the security office. With properly insulated tools, it is possible to cut a pass through the fence. But you should consider how noticeable this could be to passing guards. There's a main gate you can see on on the uh, map here. It's an enormous sliding fence panel mounted on rails embedded in the facility floor, which becomes electrified when shut as per the rest of the outer fence. A separate human orc-sized gate to the south side. Uh, uh, of the main gate exists and is not electrified. This gate has a mag lock, lock picking skills, 100. and a separate security camera that views only the gate and the meter radius beyond it. The side gate has an armor rating of 8 and a structure rating of 9. See barriers page. Oh, that's for me. Yeah. That's for, those are the pages I yeah, won't look those at. Those are, yeah. <laughs> the gate is alarmed, and this will trigger an alert if the security office of the gate is forced and has not been disabled. Trolls will unlikely be able to fit through this gate. The maglock rating is 3, so... Uh, should know tricking the uh, tricking the maglot will not trigger an alarm if successful, but will normally leave a record in the security log should anyone look for it. I don't care about these that. access points say train access. A yeah. train can fit, but a troll can't. Not a dirty troll, not through the train. Here's your train access if that's what you should want to know. The factory site is fed heavy supplies by a small feed line that runs from docks and through a few other compounds also. Assembled units, large power transformers, superconductor assemblies, and a few other power transmission components are delivered out of the compound in the same manner. Cranes, both within the main assembly area itself and the stockyard, loom over the tracks and lift items on or off as needed. The cranes have a seat for human... um, Operation. Adept. Um, it's just a crane. <laughs> don't you, need magic to operate it. You. <laughs> it said human. We. You, I don't. I can't fit into things. I don't know if you can fit. I don't understand why the troll can't fit and we can. You may be wider, but you're shorter. Fucking a beef troll. brick shit house. Troll can't fit. A shit brick house. He can get under bridges. Maybe he can roll to <clears throat> squeeze himself through. Squeeze roll. They just like. Football run at it. Kick the fucking door open. You should know <laughs> your. That's what you need to know. So you... we got maglock entrance at the back, or the main gate at the front, which is electrified when it's shut. Is it shut currently? Oh, this is where you're located. On that bench. You've chosen to accept. And as you were discussing and looking at the map, you look up and notice that both Keith and his wife Eileen are gone. I don't like this guy. And you feel damp, <laughs> Casey. I, yeah. It's not from the synth hall. You feel your forehead to see if it's a fever. 
but it might just be a booze fever. Booze fueled fever. All right. So what are our options, guys? Back door. I think that you need to go with us. Like you need to be with us. We, we need, need your heavy. strength. Someone's got to take care of those guards. <laughs> I don't know about that smart gun you got there, Zenith. We can't. There's guards everywhere. We can't. Disable. How many guards? Where are the? What's the guard situation like? Can we view it? The here? tavern door opens up, and the waiter says, "Hey, my brother's on his way." Oh shit! This guy again. We got to go. I, I think the guards move around continuously patrolling because mm-hmm. what the game master said is we it? really can't put a hole Got in the it. fence because people are going to be there in two minutes and uh, see it. All right. The jig is up. You have no problem. The facility is small enough and you have 24 hours that you can take a run around the, the perimeter to see what oh, you're looking at. Oh, we could do at. like a stakeout? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so do you guys want to get on three sides of this and time and observe it time the guards on your side because what is it evening now yeah it's yeah. night we're at a bar yeah yeah I'm just trying oh, to get well, a, a feel for Trolley's been at the bar all if day we, if we wait 22 hours it's 9pm what time of day would oh are you talking about like gone in 60 seconds in? you gotta do it all in 24 hours well he said the mission we only have 24 hours to complete it so right. I'm saying so do you how much time are we watching and how much time are we well because if it's 9 now and we wait 22 hours that means we're coming back at Look, 7 at night here's the thing though we have 24 hours you don't want to do it right now because we don't know how to find them so we have to meet them in 24 hours so we're gonna do it at the last possible moment that we can do it, because then the minute we do it, we got to go underground with the cash, well, so we, do we don't it at get 4 caught. A.M. What time is it right now? Nine. Nine. I'm fine. As you're talking, fine with that. you hear something. Uh, Nick Arizona hears something over her left shoulder. You freeze and you look, and you can see the main gate from where you're at, and you see two security guards, a dwarf and a human. They're having a, a synth smoke. And they're bitching about their wives. You guys are quiet. You look. They look over at you. You catch eye contact. They look back at each other and keep talking. Adept, you're sneaky. We need to charm these guys. We can either charm them or... Because you said there was a a power source in there, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. If one of us can get inside, we could cut the power to the gate. The power source is the power source is not inside. It's outside of the gate, but you have to be careful not to be seen by the security guards if you wish to cut the power source. You guys want to make a run for the gate now? What we could do? The guards look back at you. They're what? still smoking. Do you want to talk they're, to them? they're feeling a little apprehensive. You gotta go. I gotta go talk to them. Face man. Lady, but face then woman. who is going to get to the power source where I'm distracting them? That's my. I'm asking. Are we just going to try and get in now in the front door? Or I gonna... say now that we've been seen, there's no way. We gotta. We gotta go. You go chat them up. Maybe we can get some info about shift change. Okay. As you're talking, as you're talking, and then Henning and I can slowly walk to the power grid. As you're talking, the human security guard kind of squints his eye towards your direction. It's kind of like looking through the night 
And let's see. He's looking... It's like almost like he's trying to... Recollection? Like he recognizes something. One six. You hear a shout. Hey! No, I know you. Hey! No. No, I know you. He looks over this other guy and goes, I think that troll guy looks familiar. Nick, I walk over to them, to the guards, and because I'm so intelligent, I can speak Filipino. You don't, that's racist. You don't know if they're Filipino. Dwarf. I'm going, I'm <laughs> acting. <laughs> Must be. Oh, Dwarf I see. I'm acting like I am Filipino and I am lost. So I am using my Filipino language skills with broken English to try to speak to them and act like I'm lost and do not know you two. But I'm just approaching people asking them. Gotcha. So you're going to cover Henning and I. Yes. Which means, hey dudes, make your fragging move. So we're fragging off to the power source? I'm blowing, are we blowing off this guy fucking talking shit about The me? two guards put out their cigarettes and turn and make their way back into the facility. Do that Filipino shit. I'm doing the Filipino shit right now. Roll it. They hear, they hear you walking towards them. So they stop. Wait, where's my Filipino? Is this Filipino? <laughs> I have Filipino of four. <laughs> you have a Filipino of four. <laughs> Don't you have a higher one that's crazy? They see you walk no. closer, oh, and the human puts his hand on his um, taser-like weapon on his hip. He goes... He's just looking at you, like seeing you walk closer. Wait, did I help you? Put my hand on my chain, is all I'm saying. In broken English yeah, and Filipino, in between both languages, I say, I'm very sorry, I'm lost, can you help me? Let's see how good that Filipino. Let's see do, how good that Filipino, Filipino was. Accent. I absolutely will not. Yeah, do it. You're good at it. Do it and you roll to I'm see how good it is. bad at accents. Fuck you. <laughs> Frag you. Okay, what? Let's roll to see how good that Filipino ruse well, was. Oh, it's good. The Filipino itself is a lot of twos <laughs> it's in there. One, one, two, four. <laughs> oh god. So you just spoke actual English in a like so an I, offensive so accent. So I did like a really racist well, accent. Went. He would have to know Filipino better to know the ruse. All right, I got one five. So he goes, the the human, uh, I was wrong with the human, right? The human turns to his dwarf buddy and goes, I don't know about these pubs around here, man. Nothing but crazies. Hey, lady, hit the bricks. Nothing but nuts speaking nutty languages. They turn and they go back inside. You're left looking at an empty main gate. You've um, lucked out this round. My Filipino dinner! Jerk practice, game players, sketch nerds like to shadow run.